history is made on the football field, and the state's longest football win streak comes to a halt. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. For the first time in MHSAA history, an all-female officiating crew worked a varsity football game. It was a game on September 21st between Waterford Kettering and Detroit Lincoln King. On the crew were referee Nicole Randolph, who is also a Big Ten football official, headline judge Karen Jackson, a GLIAC football official, line judge Delonda Little, who is also an accomplished basketball official, umpire Randy Henry, and back judge Kamaria Douglas. Henry and Douglas are also college basketball refs. The five made history and hopefully inspired others to get involved in high school athletics by becoming a registered official. Waterford Kettering won the game 35 to nothing. Speaking of officials, the first week of October has been designated Fall Sports Officials Appreciation Week by the National Federation of State High School Associations. If you know someone who is an official, please thank them because without officials, games are just practices. The hundreds of high school games each week in the state of Michigan couldn't happen without them. If you would like to register to be an official or would like more information on officiating, please go to MHSAA.com and click Officials. It's time for Game Balls when we highlight a trio of standout performances from the last week. First, Escanaba's Andrea Surma. The Italian exchange student delivered the final two points in a 31-29 third set win over Gladstone in volleyball, giving the Eskimos a straight set victory. Midland Dow tennis coach Terry Schwartzkopf in his 100th Saginaw Valley match as coach, Dow beat Saginaw Heritage 8-0. That makes Schwartzkopf an unbelievable 99-1 in league meets as coach for the Chargers. And a Whitmore Lake junior running back Donovan Fox. He ran for a school record 336 yards and six touchdowns in a 54-31 win over Lutheran Westland. For high school seniors, the matchup of the year isn't on the field. It's actually online. That's right. When you fill out the FAFSA, you know, the free application for federal student aid, you could also be eligible for thousands of dollars in additional money from the Michigan Achievement Scholarship. Yep, nearly 80% of students who fill out the FAFSA may be eligible. Now that's a matchup we can all root for. Get started today at michigan.gov slash achievement. The Michigan Achievement Scholarship. It's a game changer. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Director of Officiating Services, Sam Davis. We talk a lot about the need for registered officials, but how do you sign up? What does it take to become a referee, umpire, or judge? The steps are simple. Go to MHSAA.com to the Officials tab and identify the sport or sports you're interested in. Complete the MHSAA Principles of Officiating and the Officials Guidebook exams. The official guidebook covers basic elements and procedures for becoming a sports official. The first step of the process covers playing rules, ejection protocols, game assignments, and payment of game fees. Once you pass the exams, it's time to connect with a locally approved officials association. The local associations are the ones that provide the training, whether it's on the court, on the fields, on the mats, or video training, to get that person completely immersed in the rules, mechanics, and coverages of what it takes to become a good official. Thanks, Sam. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you're interested, go to the MHSAA website now to register. The last time Powers North Central lost a game in eight-player football, John Johnson was still doing these segments. In fact, the Jets last lost a game 13 months before I started with the MHSAA 
way back on November 8th, 2019. That was a 22-14 regional loss to Pickford. Since then, three straight state titles, 41 straight wins until last Friday. The 41-game winning streak came to an end at the hands of Lake Linden Hubble. Danny Marcotte found Sammy Roberts for a 45-yard score with a minute and a half to go, giving the Lakes a stunning 28-25 victory. The win moves Lake Linden Hubble to 3-2 this season and drops to the Jets to 4-1. Marcotte threw for two touchdowns and ran for another in the victory. Lake Linden Hubble will go for three in a row when they take on Forest Park in Week 6. Powers North Central will look to restart their winning streak this week versus Stevenson. The new active longest win streak in the state belongs to Belleville, who's won 30 in a row. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week. Every touchdown. Fires and it's caught for the touchdown. Every hit. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Every basket. This one's good if it goes. Oh, dude. Oh, Hell. Are you kidding me? Every goal. And the drive is on GetStuckOnSports.com all season long. Two teams still perfect. Five weeks into the season, the Croslex Pioneers have made the 30-mile trek southwest to Almont to take on the Raiders. Good evening, everybody. I'm Brady Beaton for GetStuckOnSports.com, and boy, tonight... Do we have a fun one? It's what makes the BWAC Conference so great. Croslex, 5-0. Elmont, 5-0. And they've gotten there in a different way. Croslex has done it with style. They've done it with flash. And they've done it very impressively. They have dominated just about every game they've played. Their closest battle A 29-10 victory over Richmond back in week two. They fell behind by 12, excuse me, by 14 to Armada, and then they went on to win by 25-plus. They shut out Yale a week ago, 41-0. That was the score at halftime. But these Almont Raiders, the story of their season has been mental toughness and perseverance. Twice this year, they looked like they were doomed for their first loss after starting off 3-0 and not allowing a point. Two weeks ago, up the road in North Branch, Almont was down a point, under two minutes to go, needed 60 yards to find the end zone, didn't need to throw a pass, took under a minute, and they took the lead and stole the win from North Branch. And last week, here at Almont on homecoming, Armada took a 12-0 lead, Raiders stayed the course, Ended up with a 13-12 win. It is a big game here in BWAC country. One team will leave here undefeated and in sole possession of first place in the Blue Water Area Conference. Earlier in the week, I got a chance to talk with both Coach Holes and Coach Loosby from Croslex and Almont, respectively. Step aside for a moment, but when we come back, you'll hear my conversation first with Coach Holes of Croslex and then with the home team coach, James Loosby. This is a fun one. There was people lined up about 5.15 ready to get in here at Almont for this game. It's a big one. Everyone's out here for this game in BWAC country. We'll step aside when we come back. Coaches interviews, you're listening to high school football coverage live and get stuck on sports.com. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. Whether you're looking for a safer, easier to maintain walk-in tub or shower, or a whole new updated and complete renovation, you need to call Luxury Bath by Mobility Remodelers. You could have a beautiful tub or walk-in shower and save more than 50% over traditional remodeling. They offer hundreds of combinations of colors, patterns, and accessories featuring microband technology. Call 810-385-1700 for a free in-home consultation and look for their new showroom in the Birchwood Mall. Luxury Bath and Mobility Remodelers. Imagine what they can do for you. Grace Memorial is here to serve you during your time of need. With four locations in Port Huron, Kimball, Marine City, and Clinton Township, Grace will take care of all of your needs. They offer funeral services, cremations, burials, monuments, and celebration of life services. Call 810-985-4351 to get in contact. They offer superb service with exceptional facilities and affordable prices. Grace Memorial, because a life well lived, is worth remembering. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on the Get Stuck On Sports pregame show, joined by Croslex head coach Mike Coles. Coach, first of all, first time I got to talk to you during the season. Congratulations on such a, a fast start. You got the rivalry win over Yale last week. I'm sure you're pretty happy with how your your guys have played through the first half of the season. 
Yeah, it's been a really good start. We've had some guys kind of step up and make some nice plays in some key moments. And, uh, you know, we were able to force some turnovers defensively, which has really helped us, uh, you know, kind of swing some of those games. We know some of the, the big names, you know, Gavin Espinosa, we know Belly Grappy, Joey Ramsey. Who are some of the other guys that have stepped up and really solidified the spots around them to make you what, what has been a high score in offense and a tough defense to score on as well? Yeah, Braylon Day, uh, inside linebackers, had a great season as well as at H-back. And then Noah Jackson, the other linebacker. Those two have been just great inside. You look at both Herman brothers on both offense and defense. And, uh, uh, you know, both of them were tested in the pass uh, early from Yale and, and uh, both played really well um, defending the pass. So we, we've had quite a few guys that have really made some nice plays and stepped up, which has been great. Cody Mativier as a receiver, as a receiver, um, has had some nice catches and uh, uh, putting together a couple big plays for us. Well, it's helped that you've got to stay close to home. Only traveled outside of Croswell one time. You're going to Elmont. What's the the vibe like heading out on the road, knowing it's going to be the most hostile territory you've played in this year? Changing anything up to prepare for that or business as usual? Uh, you know, we kind of just keep our normal routine with what we're doing. Um, you know, we try to have a variety of things that we want to do on offense, and we kind of pick and choose different stuff each week as we go forward. So, you know, we might get into a couple things that uh, that we haven't done yet this year, so we'll see kind of how things play out. But uh, uh, you're absolutely right. You know, Almont's a tough place to play. It's a place that has a ton of winning tradition. Uh, year after year after year, they're always at the top of the conference. So, you know, it'll be, it'll be a tough matchup for us. Almont's been through a pretty tough stretch right now, and I mean that game-wise. They've come out on top, but they've been in some absolute street fight, knockdown bar brawls the last two weeks. What do you see with Almont when you turn on the film? I mean, they, they had the last second win against North Branch. They had the one-point win against Armada. What do you see with the Raiders? Uh, you know, I mean, I'd say they're, they're pretty dang resilient. You know, I mean, uh, um, Coach Lusby is a great coach. They've, they've won a lot of games over the course of the years, and that's just a program that knows that they're going to win, and that's what, that's that's how they've been doing it. So, um, you know, our job is to go out and be focused right away, execute, be physical right from the start. I know a lot of attention can get paid to Almont's offense uh, because they run it so smoothly, and the, I feel like the eight-year-olds in Almont, that's when they start training them on that wing tee. But their defense has been pretty good. They they shut out the first three opponents, only gave up 22 to North Branch, 12 last week. What do you see with the Raiders' defense specifically? You know, they got a couple guys that are pretty dang big. One of their D linemen, the number 60, I think it's 68 or 69. Something. He's, he's actually really tough and plays two ways as an offensive tackle. And then number 42 is also their their fullback inside linebacker. Both those guys are very physical inside. And, and so we're going to have our hands full trying to handle those guys on our running game. You weren't here last year when Almont came here and got the win, but a lot of these kids were. Has that been something that has been talked about this week that, hey, they they were your first loss last year. They came into your place and, and handed you your first loss on homecoming a year ago? Uh, I mean, I, no disrespect to anybody or anything, but we don't talk about much of anything from last year. We just are moving forward with what we're doing, and we're trying to just build on on what we do each and every day. So focusing on this year, Two undefeated teams, two teams atop the BWAC. Winner of this team, winner of this game rather, will be in first place in the driver's seat for the BWAC. How important is it coming down the home stretch of conference play to have a game up on everybody? You know, we talked with these guys at the beginning of the season and in the offseason about what they wanted, and playing in championship games is what they wanted. You know, they wanted to play in championship games. That's what they talked about. Um, and so. 
we've got to do our best, obviously, to have them prepared and, and be ready to play in these type of games. Final question, what does Croslex need to do? What are the keys to staying undefeated and getting a win in hostile territory in Almont? Always number one, be the most physical team, no question. The most physical team is usually one that's going to win, and then whoever executes uh, their game plan the best. Coach, I appreciate your time. Good luck against the Raiders. Thanks a lot. Appreciate the coverage. Coach Mike Coles and I'm Brady Beaton. We'll be back with more on the Get Stuck on Sports pregame show right after this. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Your intuition is telling you to prepare for the future, no matter what happens. Your heart is telling you to help others in your community. With Women's Life Insurance Society, you can do both. Protect your family's financial security with life insurance and annuities from an organization that also supports scholarships, soup kitchens, and so much more. You can trust Woman's Life to be there for your loved ones, even if you can't, and to support local communities. Trust your intuition. Trust Woman's Life. Get started today at womanslife.org. Ted's Coney Island is a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Dine in, carry out, or drive through. Ted's is family-friendly with menu options for everyone, and they support local high school sports programs. Ted's Coney Island has three convenient locations to serve you. At the north end of Port Huron near Kroger, at the south end of Port Huron on 24th Street, just north of Port Huron High, and in Richmond on M19 in Gratiot. Ted's Coney Island, a great place to get a great meal at a great price. For over 125 years, Ameriprise Financial has provided advice for clients' unique goals and helped millions of Americans retire on their terms, when they want, where they want, doing what they want. As an Ameriprise private wealth advisor, Dave Betts remains true to the vision of always putting clients first. He's ready to help you get where you want to be today and well into the future. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Not FIDC or NCUA insured. No financial institution guarantee. May lose value. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. If you need Blue Water area scores, standing schedules, and more, go to GetStuckOnSports.com. Not able to listen to the game live? GetStuckOnSports.com archives all their broadcasts so you can listen at any time. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Are you ready for some football? GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports pregame show, now joined by Almont's head coach, James Lusby. Coach, before we talk about tonight's matchup, let's talk about your win against Armada because that was a hard-nosed win. You had to come back down 12 nothing early. You get the 13-12 win. What were the biggest takeaways? I'm sure you had to love the resolve of your team to to not fold when you were down two scores early. Yeah, no, the boys uh, were very positive, and uh, even going in at halftime, uh, you wouldn't think we were down. Um, they were business, they were focused, and uh, we made some adjustments and came out and executed them and uh, ended up pulling out the one-point victory. Um, we knew it was going to be a tough BWAC uh, Friday night. I mean, the next, like I said before when we talked at North Branch, I mean, it only gets harder from us for us here on out, and, you know, last week was one, and tonight's going to be another big one. Well, the the downside is you look at the schedule maybe before the year and you go, ah, 
dang, we got three tough games. We might be beat up. But the good news for you is you've won the last two and you've done it in a tight fashion. You've had to really dig in in the fourth quarter. You know this team's mentally tough. How much does that help going down the stretch of BWAC play? Uh Good, if as long as we can stay healthy. I mean, when you're a small D6 school playing a lot of D4 schools, um, your depth isn't always there like all their um, schools. So we just got to stay healthy and uh, keep our number ones rolling. And um, if that happens, I like where we're at. So who are some of the kids that stepped up? We know Chase Batani's a pretty darn good player. I think everyone else in the BWAC knows that, and they're going to try to take him away. Who else is, has stepped up and been the, I guess, the answer when they, they take away 32? Yeah, um, everybody's figured out, and they knew coming into this year that uh, Chase Batani was going to be our stud and our horse, and uh, um, teams are lining up across from him and making sure their best players are on the side that he runs to. Um, so as an offensive guy, i got to figure out a way to manipulate it so that he's not always running to the same direction. Um, but, you know, I mean, we've had players step up uh, last game they took uh, Batani away and uh, it was Furquan at fullback and he hasn't played fullback all year and all of a sudden we put him in there for a play because I needed uh, Jacob Stewart went down with a ankle cramp or a calf cramp and so I threw him in there and uh, we ran a play and got six yards so what do we do we give him again and six more seven more and next thing you know those seven eight yards are turning into 15 12 yards we're just wearing them down and uh, that's really was the story of the second half is uh, we just we just kept pounding and uh, wore them down enough to pull out the win. All right, let's talk about the matchup against Croslex. Both undefeated. This is a game last year. You went into Croswell, and you got a fairly decisive victory. You made a lot of big plays down the stretch. Obviously, new year, new teams, but this should be a really fun matchup. What do you see when you see the Pioneers? Um, Speed, size, I mean, athletes everywhere. Um, A quarterback that uh, can zip the ball out there 30 yards off his back foot and – think nothing of it um i think uh you know athlete wise i mean hopefully our outsides can match up with their outsides and uh you know our d line will be able to match their offensive line and then on the offside of the offside of the ball i mean offense side we want to be able to hide the ball and hopefully uh they're not very good at reading and uh, they'll be guessing where the ball is going and that'll be advantage us but uh we'll see if we can move their big guys have to imagine it's going to be a pretty raucous atmosphere. I mean, this is the game that I think everyone, not just around this area, but I think there's people around the state that are keeping eyes on this game to see what each side can do. What do you think this atmosphere is going to be like in what was probably for the third week in a row your biggest game of the year? Um, I'm pretty sure the Elmont people will come out and support these guys. Uh, they do a great job on Friday night coming out and setting the atmosphere, and uh, it's probably going to be a little bit of a playoff atmosphere, I'm mm-hmm. thinking. So with Croslex, what do you have to do to slow down the offense that has been essentially scoring at will through the first half of the season? Uh, we're going to have to put pressure on the quarterback uh, and kind of maintain him. He's, a, he's an athlete, so if he gets out of the pocket, uh, he's going he's gonna to hurt you with his feet. Um, so we got to kind of control that. And uh, we just got to stay with the receivers and make him throw a bad pass. And hopefully, uh, you know, we can get it going the other way and get some turnovers. If we do have to, I mean, we're going to have to turn these guys over to probably come out with a win tonight. So working off of that last question, what do you need to do to get the win? Obviously, turnover's a big one. What else? Um, we got to protect the ball. We got to probably um, be honest with you. I mean, we got to control the clock. Mm-hmm. We got to. We'll probably, we'll probably need to slow it way down, keep their offense off, and grind and pound. That's probably the way it's going to have to be. I got to watch a little bit more film and see, but uh, as of right now, that's what I was looking at. Well, Coach, I appreciate it. Good luck, and thanks for your time. Oh, no problem. Thank you. He's Coach Lusby. I'm Brady Beaton, and we'll be back with kickoff right after this.
There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. With in-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales. Just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Home Style Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Heavyweight bout out here in Elmont. First place in the BWAC on the line to continue a perfect season on the line. Brady Beaton with you tonight for GetStuckOnSports.com and Elmont and Croslex. A fierce BWAC matchup. Let's be honest, every matchup in the BWAC is a rivalry game, but a year ago, Croslex was undefeated. Croslex had their homecoming, and Almont took the trek north and knocked off the Pioneers. Croslex looking to return the favor tonight. But first place in the BWAC on the line for Croslex. Hey, trying to get a, a, a big road when they did it at Armada a few weeks ago. Almont trying to defend home turf. They've been in some gritty gutty games that they've had to work out the coin toss was earlier tonight 
Almont won and deferred. So Cross Lex's high potent offense will be on the field first as Almont lined up in the southern end zone. Getting ready to run out onto the field. This is a packed house here at Almont. Again, about 5.15, 5.30 is when you first started people. Saw people lining up. And you can hear the Raider faithful cheer on their Almont football team as they run out trying to stay unbeaten. And these two offenses go about things very differently. Croslex again, has the flash, has the big playability where Almont, hey, they can grind out a drive. Almont likes to keep it on the ground, but one of the biggest difference with this Almont team than maybe some in years past, Chase Davidowski, he can sling it maybe not 20, 30 times a game, but he can do it enough to keep you honest as a defense. Chase Batani for Almont's been unbelievable all year. Luke Winkler's been a really nice piece for them offensively. And for Cross Lex, it's the usual suspect. Senior quarterback Gavin Espinoza is wonderful. Senior Belly Grappi might be the best running back in the BWAC. Absolutely electric. And another great supporting cast for Cross Lex as well. Almont. In their home, black and orange uniforms, black tops, black pants, the orange nameplate and number behind them with a orange with an orange stripe on the sleeve. The script Raiders arced across the helmet and for Croslex. They're all white road uniforms, twin blue stripes down the side of the pants, blue shoulder cuffs, and the two-toned blue and white helmets. Croslex on the left, the CL logo for Croslex on the left side, the number on the right side. Back to return for Croslex. Looks like they have Jet Weeder and Gavin Espinoza standing back at the goal line. And Alma has a weapon in the kicking department. Sean O'Neill is, well, he's got a leg on him. He can kick it out of the end zone basically whenever he'd like. And if you're Almont, I'm not giving Jet Weeder or Gavin Espinoza any chance. If you kick it into the end zone, they don't even have the choice to bring it out. Ball is all teed up, middle of the field. Five by five look for Almont. O'Neill with the right hand up the student section in front of me, getting loud, the run up, and the line drive kick caught at the 20, taken to the 25, getting what he can, slipping at the 29-yard line was Bill Herman, the junior, and that's where Gavin Espinoza and this Cross-Lex offense takes over, looking to strike first. 5-0 Cross-Lex Pioneers. Their offense has been their strength. Defense hasn't been too shabby either. Ball placed on the far hash. First and 10 from their own 29 yard line. Espinoza breaks the huddle. Out of the gun, twins right, one man to the left. Belly grappy off of Espinoza's right hip. First and 10 from their own 29 yard line. Espinoza surveys the scene, leans in. Takes the snap, handoff, Grappi, no keeper near side. Has the edge to the 30, cuts outside to the 35. Can't make the man miss. Heck of a tackle by number 22, Matthew Boholski. Does a great job. Excuse me, 32, Chase Batani, or Chase Batani was in there as well, but Boholski did a nice job as well. It's a gain of about eight to the 37-yard line. Call it second and two coming up for Cross Lex. Out of the gun, Gavin Espinoza. Belly grappy on his left hip. Twins to the far side. One man to the near. 
Espinoza hands on his hip, shifts Grappi from the left side of his hip to the right wing. Snap, right, keeps it. Espinoza looking up the middle, gets wrapped up near the 40, but it's enough for a first down. Gain of three on second and two. Moves the chains, first and 10. Cross Lex still in their own territory at the 41-yard line. 11-13 left to go in the first quarter. Clock is stopped for the moment while the chain gang resets. Gavin Espinoza has been tasked with carrying the ball the first couple times. On the near side, Espinoza out of the pistol. It's Belly Grappi behind him. Snap, turns, handoff Grappi, working to the left side, lowers his shoulder, gets hit at the line of scrimmage. Espinoza kept his feet, or excuse me, Grappi kept his feet moving enough to gain about a yard. We'll call it second and nine from their own 42-yard line. Ball on the left hash, second and nine, ball on the 43. Cross-Lex taking a very patient approach to this opening drive. Espinoza out of the huddle, very nonchalantly gets the troops to the line. Twins right, one man to the left, belly grappy off his right hip, Espinoza. Looks around, adjusts the helmet. Leans in, second and nine from the 43. Snap, keeper, near side, Espinoza. Stops, looks to throw, tucks it across the 45-50 into Almont territory, tries to hurdle a defender, and he's taken down by Boholski, but not before Croslex moves the chains again. First and 10, Croslex on the keeper from Gavin Espinoza. Ball on the Almont 45-yard line. 10.06 to go, first quarter. Opening drive for Croslex. Very methodical, taking their time. Gavin Espinoza with the bulk of the carries early. Espinoza looks like he'll work under center. One man to the left, tight formation for Cross-Lex. Wing either side, deep man, belly grappy. Man in motion, snap, handoff grappy. Makes a man miss at the line of scrimmage. Gets stood up at the second level and knocked down at the Almont 41. Gain of four, second and six coming up for Cross-Lex. Little bit of a different look from the Pioneers. That tight formation, only one man out wide. And they're going to let Belly Grappi use his power. Second and six from the 41. Cross Lex starting to pick up the pace a little bit. Same formation. Lone man split out to the left. Cody Mativier. Under center. Espinoza. Man in motion. Snap. Hand off. Left side. That is Bill Herman. He had nowhere to go. He gets hit behind the line of scrimmage. We'll call it a loss of one. Brings up the first third down of the drive for Cross Lex. Back at the 42. Move the ball to the near hash. Looks like a change in formation, or at least in personnel, for Cross-Lex on third and long. In Almont territory, could be four down territory for Cross-Lex. Twins left, twins right. Espinoza out of the gun, belly grappy off his right hip. Pioneers need seven yards here on third and seven from the Almont 42. Snap, straight drop, Espinoza all day to throw. Steps up in the pocket, still looking, throws on the run, flick of the wrist, oh, he had a couple men wide open, but the ball sails about five yards out of bounds. Brings up fourth and seven in decision time for Mike Holes early. 8.39 to go in the first quarter. Fourth and seven, and it looks like the offense is staying on the field for now. They will check in Noah Jackson. He comes into the game for James Gumtow. Offense looks like it's staying on the field. Play clocks are off. They're kept by the officials on the field. Offense on the field. Twins left, one man near side. Espinoza out of the gun. See if they try to go with the hard count. 
They move Belly Grappi to the slot. By himself in the backfield. Snap, fakes the handoff to Grappi. Espinosa at the 50. Looks, looks, nowhere to go. Pressure comes, flings it, and it's caught for a first down at the Almont 26. Oh, Gavin Espinosa could have had a picnic back there. He had enough time, and eventually the receiver, Miles Levitt, comes open, and a perfect throw moves the chains on fourth and seven. First and ten, Cross Lex from the Almont 26. The Almont secondary has done a nice job, but you give any quarterback seven, eight seconds to throw, eventually a receiver's going to get open. First and 10 from the Almont 26-yard line. Espinoza out of the gun, snap, handoff, Grappi up the middle, looks for a hole. He gets through a bit of it. He keeps his feet churning across the 20 to about the 19-yard line. Call it a gain of seven. Second and three upcoming, and Croslex just slowly marching down the field. 8-10 to go in the first quarter. Cross-Lex inside the Almont red zone. Second and three for the Pioneers. Espinoza out of the gun. Twins right, one man to the left. Who else? Belly Grappi behind him. Espinoza leans in, takes the snap, fakes the handoff. Straight drop, looks far side. Wants the double move, throws to the back corner of the end zone. It's incomplete. Flag comes out at the line of scrimmage, and I think this is going to be against Cross-Lex. As it stands right now, it's a third and three for Cross-Lex, but I believe the penalty will be against the Pioneers and will likely push it to second and 13. The official signal. Oh, illegal hands to the face against Almont, excuse me. The way the Pioneer line acted when the flag was thrown made me believe it was against the offense. Instead, it'll be free yardage for Cross-Lex and it'll make it first and 10 really deep in Almont territory. Didn't signal personal foul. They're saying hands to the face. They're gonna mark half the distance to the goal. So from the 19 puts it at about the nine and a half. So first and goal just tucked inside the 10 yard line. 7.49 to go in the first quarter. Croslex looking to capitalize on the opening drive of the game. Still scoreless here in Almont. Three backs behind Espinoza under center. A fullback and two men deep. Espinoza takes the snap, turns, handoff, Grappi. School, school body right. He tucks it inside the right tackle. He gets up, ended at the six-yard line for a gain of about three. Second and goal from the six for Cross-Lex. This has been a methodical drive for Cross-Lex. Almont hasn't given up a big chunk play, but maybe the one on fourth down. The Cross-Lex offense just keeps moving forward. No negative plays. Second and goal from the six. Same formation, the two deep men, Belly Grappi and Noah Jackson. Espinoza under center, nobody out wide. Snap, handoff, Grappi right side, looks for the hole. Gets hit at the five, falls forward to the three, brings up third and goal, Cross-Lex from the Almont three-yard line. Nearly half the quarter has eroded on this opening drive for Cross-Lex. Third and goal just outside the three-yard line. They ran the same exact play twice in a row. Let's see if they have a counter off to it. Ball on the right hash. They've run to the right side the last two times. Same formation. Grappi along with Jackson behind Espinoza. Third and goal for the three. Snap, pitch, left side. Grappi looking for the edge. He gets hit. He breaks one tackle, but the Raider defense is swarming. Knocked down back at the five-yard line. The quick pitch to the left side wasn't there. And now it's fourth and goal from the five. Do these Raiders have one more stop in them on this drive? 
Mike Coles could elect to try and kick the field goal. Kicker still warming up on the sideline. Looks like the offense staying on the field. 6-10 to go in the first quarter. Scoreless. First drive of the game. Croslex trying to complete a very long, a very methodical drive. Spread look for the Pioneers. Twins to the, to the open near side. One man to the left. Espinoza out of the gun. Snap. Rolls right. Looks. Looks. Has time. Still looking. Throws to the back of the end zone. Incomplete. Through the hands of Miles Levitt and Almont. Bends and bends and bends, but they don't break. They take over first and 10 Raiders at their own five-yard line. So Almont with a lot of green grass in front of them. But man, that defense did just enough to get the stop. Drive went about 65 yards, but stalled out at the five. Ball on the right hash. First and goal, Almont from their own five-yard line. Davidowski under center. Three Raiders behind him. Davidowski, snap, turns left, handoff, right side. And, excuse me, up the middle. He's got room across the 15 to the 20. Fooling everyone taking that ball was Jacob Stewart. He gets well past the line to gain all the way out to the Almont 23-yard line. Everyone was looking to the far side. Little, lo and behold, ball coming near side, and that's exactly what Almont needs. Get out of the shadow of their own end zone. 5.37 to go in counting quarter number one. Almont with the goal line stand, now with the ball, still scoreless. Davidowski under center, trio backs behind, nobody split out wide. Snap, handoff, and looking for room, not finding it. On the run was Nolan Maxlow. We'll say he got about two yards to the 25. Eh, officials are being generous to the 26. So we'll call it second and seven for Almont from their own 26-yard line. But if nothing else, if Almont has to punt, it gives themselves room. From the near hash, second and seven from the 26. Under center, Chase Davidowski. One man in the backfield, man in motion. Snap, and it's an inside handoff, and Croslex had it stuffed. They tried to go on a delay, but the big man inside, Joey Ramsey with the stop for Croslex. It's a loss of two back to about the 24-yard line. Third and long coming up for Almont. Almont got out of the shadow of their own end zone. Since then, Croslex's defense has bolstered up a bit. Tight formation for Almont. Third and long. Not afraid to run it in this situation. From the 25, snap. Handoff. Winkler looking to the right side at the 25. Gets upended. It was number two. Gavin Espinosa, the quarterback playing some defense, comes up and down the football, and that will bring out the punting unit for Almont. So a pair of defensive stops here early. And with 3.45 and rolling in quarter number one, Croslex getting the football back, likely near midfield. Looks like that's Jet Weeder back to return. His heels are at his own 44-yard line. Sean O'Neill back to punt for the Raiders. He's a weapon. Man in motion left to right. Good snap. O'Neill takes his time. 
A rugby-style kick goes out of bounds just past the midfield stripe. See where the official said it went out. It will go into Almont territory, excuse me, into Croslex territory, and that's where the Pioneers will take over. First and 10 Croslex at their own, oh, they moved it back into Almont territory. Let's see where they spot it. The, the far line judge originally went to the Croslex 47. Now they spot it at the Almont 48. Croslex trying to get in the end zone. They were stopped at the five on their initial drive. Get it in plus territory to start drive number two. 3.20 to go, first quarter. Still scoreless. Espinoza out of the gun. Looks like Groppy to his right, twins either side. Man in motion, left to right, Gumtow, snap, play action. Espinoza has pressure, rolls near side, sidearm throw, caught at the 30, man wide open to the 25. Jet Weeder down to the 20-yard line, and a gain of 28 on first and 10. Puts Croslex right back where they left off. Almont just can't get the pressure on Espinoza. He has all day in the pocket to sit and read and let his athletic receivers get open just inside the 20 yard line first and 10 cross lex on the right hash twins left one man to the right belly grappy offset to the right of Espinoza, out of the gun. First and 10 from the Almont 19. Snap, handoff, Grappi, left side. Looks for the edge. Still bubbling. Turns up at the 17. Gets knocked out of bounds just past the 15. We'll see exactly where he stepped out on the far sideline. It'll be a gain of about five or six, depending on how fleet of foot the senior Grappi was. Looks like they'll give him the 13, so give Belly Grappi six yards on that carry. Brings up second and four, Cross Lex. Again, inside the Almont red zone where they came up with no points last time they had the ball. 2.47 to go in the first quarter. Still scoreless, Cross Lex trying to get on the board first. Espinoza looks to the sideline, extra man runs on the field. Out of the gun, Grappi to his left. Snap, handoff, Grappi, middle. Makes one man miss, and he can't make the next three. Almont is keen on number 20, and so far early has at least held Belly Grappi in check. That was a gain of, we'll see where they spot it, about a yard. Say that went to the, the 12, third and three. We'll call it third and three. And Almont was Ben, 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 never broke on the first drive. Ball on the far hash. Cross Lex trying to score first. Stands have been packed since about a half hour before kickoff. Two undefeated teams in the BWAC duking it out here at Almont. Espinoza out of the gun. Twins right. Grappi offset to his right. Snap handoff. Grappi up the middle. Lowers his shoulder. He stood up near the line to gain. I think he'll be about a hair short. Far line judges on the 10. They needed to get to about the 9. I think it'll be 4th and a half a football. Let's see where they spot it. They put it on the Almont side of the 10. It is fourth and a shaven beard hair for the first down. Tight power formation for Cross Lex. 90 seconds to go in the first quarter. Trying to get the stop. Get the ball back. Espinoza snap. QB sneak. And enough power to get about a couple feet 
Only needed a few inches, got a couple feet, and it's first in goal. Crosslex inside the Almont 10 once again. 1.20 to go in the first quarter. Still scoreless. On the left hash, first and goal cross Lex. They are in this spot a drive ago, came up with nothing. Espinoza out of the gun, Grappi off his right hip. Twins to the near side, one to the far. Espinoza leans in. Snap, handoff, Grappi, no keeper, Espinoza looks for room. A bunch of black helmets swarm him. Espinoza gets what he can to about the six-yard line. Call it a gain of two, second and goal from the six. Under a minute to go in this first quarter, and the defenses have shown out. Ball maybe kissing the five. Pioneers trying to find the end zone. Give this Almont defense credit, man. They passed the eye test. They swarmed to the football. Out of the gun, Gavin Espinoza, middle of the field on the Almont five. Grappy off his right side, twins to the right. Lone man out to the left is Levitt. Snap, handoff, Grappy, no keeper. Espinoza works off the tackle, and he dances into the end zone. Touchdown, Croslex. Pioneers on the board for 17 seconds left to go in the opening stanza. That Almont defense just... Kept giving a little, a little, a little, and finally couldn't hold Cross-Lex for another play. And it's 6-0 Cross-Lex pending the PAT. Will Geiger on to kick. Jet Weeder the holder. High snap, but a flag comes out. And while Geiger has enough leg to make it from five yards further, you'll have to show it. Ball moves from the three to the eight. Special teams can be oh so important. Almont learned that last week. They both scored two touchdowns, Almont and Armada, but Almont made one extra point. So the extra point, they moved it back. All right, they originally moved it back 10 yards, then they realized it only needed to go back five. So this extra point will be 25 yards. Geiger. Try to do it again. The first kick would have been good. The snap, the hold, the kick, it's blocked. Getting through, getting a hand on it. Look like number 32, Chase Batani. He's all over the field for Almont, and he keeps the score at 6-0. 17 minutes to go in the first quarter. And Pioneers are up 6-0. We'll keep it right here. Almont will run one play on offense before we take it to the quarter break. That blocked extra point could make a big difference. Almont's offense has run four plays in this first quarter. Cross Lex's offense has run about 25. Time of possession way in favor of Cross Lex. But Almont defense is stingy. See what Croslex wants to do on the kickoff. Set the ball up on the far hash mark. The return unit out for Alma. Winkler going back along with, looks like number 35, Jacob Fuller. So Winkler and Fuller, the deep men for Almont. Ball teed up on the far hash. Geiger 
breaks the huddle. The junior kicker has the right hand up. Hand up. We get the whistle and the run up. And the deep end over end kick goes to Winkler, brings it in at about the 14. Winkler to the 20, looks for room at the 25, bounces to the outside, has room. And he's tripped up. Oh, the 25 yard line got him. Winkler had room. Groppy was there to contain it from it going the distance, but could have probably gotten another five to 10 yards on that run as it stands. First and 10, Almont from their own 28-yard line. 12 seconds to go in the first quarter. 6-0 Cross Lex. This will be the last play of the first as the sun has almost completely set behind us here at Almont. Lights are out. It is a beautiful night for a football game. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Brady Beaton for GetStuckOnSports.com. Davidowski, under center, looks like Fuller, one of the two men behind him. Davidowski fumbles the snap. It's loose and Croslex falls on it. Davidowski never had it, and it was number 14, Nick Monzo, that jumped on it. So the fifth snap of the game for Almont, and they give the ball right back to Croslex in enemy territory. First and 10 Pioneers at the 30-yard line. That is something Almont just rarely, rarely does. I don't know if Davidowski was trying to turn and give the handoff quickly what it was but he never had that ball the ball actually bounced forward a few yards and there was nobody but Nick Monzo around the football Gavin Espinoza right back out on the field seven seconds left to go in the first trying to add on to the lead twins left one man to the right Grappi off his right hip Espinoza snap fakes two handoffs drops back has pressure steps up in the pocket throws off his back foot falls incomplete and this first quarter just doesn't want to end it likes us too much one second left to go in the first quarter, second and 10 cross Lex on the Almont 30-yard line. Almont started to dial up some pressure here at the end of the first. Try to get something, some pressure on Gavin Espinosa because he has had all day to throw when he's dropped back. Last play of the first quarter. Espinosa under center, bunch trips right, deep man belly groppy. Excuse me, Belly Grappi out of the Wildcat. Snap, pitches. Espinoza looking for the deep pass. He's looking for the crosser. Still running, trying to avoid the defenders. Finds some room. Steps up the line of scrimmage. Tosses it to the back of the end zone. It is caught. What is it in bounds? Touchdown, Crosslex. I don't know how Nick Monzo got his feet in, but a flag comes out, and I think Gavin Espinoza was past the line of scrimmage. And it's against Crosslex. That'll do it for the first quarter. Almont escapes a second touchdown at the buzzer. And I believe we'll have one untimed down. Nick Monzo made a heck of a catch. You can't take that away from him. But yeah, Monzo or Espinoza was about a step past the line of scrimmage. So I believe with the accepted penalty, we'll have one untimed down. And I'm telling you, this first quarter just doesn't want to end. 6-0, cross Lex over Almont, and they will walk it back to the 35. And I believe it is a, it'll loss it down as well, so it should be third and 15. Yes, it is a loss it down, third and 15 coming up. Both sides going to the sideline, end of the first. Six-nothing cross Lex. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badaxe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Third and 15 from the 35-yard line for Croslex. Start the second quarter. Snap, handoff, belly crop. He got room on the right side. Across the 30, 25, still staying in bounds. First down, across the 15, and finally knocked out of bounds at the 10-yard line on third and 15. They just hit the belly button, and they get the first down. First and goal, Croslex from the Almont 10. 6-0 Pioneers, start of the second quarter. Groppy, deep man. He's low snap on the on the Wildcat. The snap's low. The ball's loose, and Almont falls on it. Bad snaps, and the Almont drive, and it gives back. Bad snap ends the Croslex drive. The second time the Pioneers have had it. Goal to go and cannot score. 11.48 to go in the second quarter. 6-0 Croslex. Croslex, all three of their drives have gotten inside the Almont 10. They've scored on one of them. First and 10, Almont from their own 15-yard line. Davidowski under center. Snap, handoff right side, and excuse me, up the middle carrying it. Looks like the big man carrying it, Johnny Joka. He gets a gain of about four to the 19. Call it second and six from the Almont 19-yard line. Almont has ran now six plays in the game. They have one first down. It was a first down on the first play they ran, then three plays and a punt. First play of the last drive was a fumble. Now second and six from their own 19-yard time. Davidowski snap, hands off, right tackle. Has room across the 15 to the 20, to the 25. First down as they are taken down at about the 29-yard line. Called a gain of 10. I believe that was Fuller on the carry. And hard to see with these Almont uniforms. First and 10. Almont from their own, we'll call it the 28. 
First and 10 from the 28. Davidowski under center. Three men behind him. Tight formation. Davidowski snap. Hand off up the middle. Room to work for Winkler. Bouncing to the outside 40. Midfield. Winkler in a foot race. 35-30. No one's catching 81. Six points. Almont were tied up. 10.30 to go in the second quarter. That was a simple cutback play. Winkler found the hole, and he knew when to bend it back, and he just outran the Pioneer defense. 72 yards on the score for Luke Winkler, and now Sean O'Neill on to kick what would be the go-ahead extra point. Holding for Almont, Cole Walton. Snap, hold, kick is up, and I believe it was partially blocked. Falls short, and with 10.33 to go in the first half, Almont 6, Croslex 6. You're listening to High School Football and Get Stuck on Sports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Zimmer Roofing has been serving Eastern Michigan and the Thumb for over 35 years. Family owned since 1984, Zimmer Roofing is a full-service commercial and residential roofing contractor specializing in flat and low-slope roofing systems as well as shingles, metal, and insulated wall panels. When you need reliable service from a contractor that you trust who stands by their work, call Zimmer today at 810-966-6991 and request a quote. Zimmer Roofing and Construction experienced and trustworthy. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. 6-6 ball game had our first explosive play of the game. Luke Winkler took it 78 yards to the house. 10.33 to go in the second quarter. 6-6 ball game. O'Neal has it teed up for Almont, kicking it deep to Croslex. Deep end over end kick. Weeder just watches it bounce into the end zone. Man, 25's got a boot on him. First and 10 Croslex from their own 20-yard line. And if you're Almont, hey, would you look at that? You got a little bit of green grass behind you for the first time since the opening drive of the game. Ball will be placed middle of the field. Let's see what Almont can do now that they have, you know, some some room behind them to work. Their defense has been pretty solid. They've only given up, I believe, one play of 15 yards or more, actually two if you include the belly groppy run. First and 10, Croslex from their own 20-yard line. Tied at six, 10 and a half to go in the first half. Espinoza out of the gun, snap, keeper right side. Espinoza looks for the edge, has it. 25, bounces outside. He's wrapped up and dragged down at about the 27-yard line. Second and three upcoming for Croslex from their own 27. Croslex, I don't want to say he's had a conservative approach because they have had some long developing routes. The Almont back seven has done a good job keeping some pioneer playmakers in front of them. Second and three from the 27-yard line. Out of the gun, Espinoza, Grappi off his left hip. Twins to the left, one to the far side. Espinoza, snap, keeper, middle. Looks for room, he gets hit near the 30, and he will be close to the first down. 
tackled around the 30-yard line. Let's see what the FAR official says. The chain game looks like they're starting to move, and they will. First and 10 cross, Lex got exactly 10 yards on that set of downs. First and 10 cross, Lex on their own 30-yard line. All three Pioneer drives have made it inside the Almont 10. Only one has found the end zone. 6-6, six, six, Croslex and Almont, 9.30 to go in the second quarter. Espinoza out of the gun, motions belly Groppy from his left hip to the right wing. Now back in motion to the left side, gives the Groppy on the jet sweep, cuts it up, trying to get past the line of scrimmage. He had to make two, two excuse me, Raiders miss just to get back to the line of scrimmage. He gets stood up, no gain, second and 10. Almont from their own 30-yard line. Cross Lex from their own 30-yard line. Almont has done a great job flying to the football. They get helmets to the ball carrier. They are as good at swarming as a defense as I have ever seen, this year at least. Second and 10 from their own 30-yard line. Espinoza out of the gun, Grappi behind him. Snap, fakes the handoff, looks far side, Espinoza fires, it's caught at the 40 for a first down, making men miss to the 45 before finally being brought down for a gain of 15. That looks like it was number eight for Croslex, Cody Mativier, 15-yard pitch and catch, moves the chains for Croslex, and another pioneer first down. Nearing midfield, first and 10 from their own 45. Espinoza out of the gun. Have a new back off to his left. I believe that's John Herman. Man in motion left to right, Weeder. Snap, fakes the jet, giving right side to Espinoza. Keeps himself across midfield near the first down marker where he scampers out of bounds. He will get the first down to the Almont 44. Gain of 11, first and 10, cross Lex. Back in Almont territory. 8.05 to go in the first half. Six aside. Each have found the end zone once. Both PATs were blocked. First and 10 cross Lex from the Almont 43-yard line. Espinoza works out of the gun. Grappi back on his left hip. Twins near side. One man split out to the right. Espinoza leans in, takes the snap, straight drop, looks near side, throws, it's caught by Levitt at the 36, working to the middle, 35, ball popped out, but one of the linemen heading downfield for Croslex fell on it, that was 52 Joey Ramsey, that was nothing more than a hustle play from that young man, it was a pass that was caught, and if he's not moving downfield, Almont might fall on it, but the hustle of Joey Ramsey keeps the ball in the Pioneer possession, they place it at about the 37-yard line. Second and four cross Lex in Almont territory. Both sides have struggled to hold on to the ball so far tonight. That was the third time the balls hit the grass. Second and four from the 37. Twins either side of Espinoza. Grappi on his right hip. Puts Gumtow in motion left to right. Double reverse. Looking for Weeder. He's hitting the backfield. He's back down at the original line of scrimmage. Back at the 44-yard line. Huge loss. It was a gamble by Mike Holes. And again, this Almont defense, they are disciplined. They fly to the football, and there was nowhere to go for Gumtow. It'll bring up third and 11 
for Croslex. Last time in this spot, they ran the football. 6.49 to go in the second quarter. Croslex six, Almont six. Two undefeated teams, both overall and in BWAC play. Espinoza, twins to the right, one man near side, Grappi on his right hip. Espinoza calls for the snap, goes between his legs. He runs back, picks it up to the 40. Still looking, he tucks. He makes one man miss at his own 35, cuts up to the 40, but he's tripped up. The hustle from looks like number 35, Jacob Fuller, makes the tackle all the way back at the Cross-Lex 42-yard line. That is a loss of 14. It is fourth and halfway to Romeo. And Cross-Lex will have to punt. Back to return for Almont, Luke Winkler. First time the Pioneers have had to punt. Low snap, picked up by Grappi. Sidewinder kick, and it nearly hits an Almont defender. Someone reached out and touched it, and Croslex recovered it. Oh, my goodness. Croslex catches a break. One of the return men for Almont, they were running back, just trying to set up a block. It bounced, and almost out of nothing more than instinct, reached out the left hand, hit him in the palm, dropped, and there were three white jerseys to fall on it, and Croslex keeps the offense on the field. First and 10 Pioneers at the Almont 30-yard line. Both sides not playing their best ball. That, again, something you don't see a lot out of Almont. They usually take advantage of those mistakes. 5.36 to go in the first half. 6-6, Croslex and Almont all tied up. Pioneers take back over in plus territory. Tight formation, Espinoza under center. Man in motion, he fumbles the snap. There's a pile for it, and Cross-Lex comes away with it. Oh my goodness, neither side wants the ball. I have not seen this many bot snaps. You would think it was week one with the amount of trouble exchanges. And the thing is, it is perfect weather. It is right now in the 60s. Hardly a cloud in the sky. It rained earlier in the week, but it's perfectly dry here in Almont. Second and 10 from the Cross-Lex, from the Almont 30-yard line for Cross-Lex. And Mike Holes takes a timeout just to say, all right, guys, let's figure it out. We'll step aside for a moment as well. 6-6, Cross-Lex and Almont tied. You're listening to High School Football here on GetStuckOnSports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Mama Vicky's Coney Island has been a staple of the Blue Water area for the past century. If you want breakfast or some delicious Coney dogs, Mama Vicky's Coney Island is the place to go. Mama Vicky's offers two convenient locations in downtown Port Huron and in Fort Gratiot. Mama Vicky's North is open 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. six days a week. Their downtown location is open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Whether it's for a big game or you just want an affordable meal for the whole family, it's Mama Vicky's Coney Island since 1923. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. 
I don't think it's a full moon here at Almont, but man, both sides are playing like it. 6-6, Croslex and Almont. Five minutes to go until the halftime break. Croslex has it. Second and 10 on the Almont 30. Gavin Espinoza works out of the gun. Man off his right hip, belly. Grappi, twins near side. Lone man split out to the right. Espinoza snap, handoff. Grappi looking for a hole. Bounces to the outside. Got five yards. He spun around. Still on his feet. Keeps the feet moving across the 20 yard line. That's enough for a Croslex first down. Gain of 10 for Belly Grappi, one of the toughest young men you'll ever see lace him up for any school. First and 10, Croslex at the Almont 20 yard line. Brady Beaton with GetStuckOnSports.com. Thank you so much for spending your Friday nights with us. No place I'd rather be right now. First and 10, Croslex again inside Almont territory. On the edge of the red zone. First and 10 from the 20. Espinoza out of the gun, Grappi off his right hip. Twins to the left, one to the right. Almont shows blitz, snap, handoff, Grappi up the middle. He gets... Stood up at the 15, keeps the feet moving to about the 14. Called again a six for Belly, and it's second and four from the Almont 14. A couple of substitutions, at least saw Liam Minsky checking in for Almont, trying to get some more beef in the middle. Under four minutes to go in the opening half. Croslex six, Almont six. This is the fourth drive for Croslex. That has found the Almont red zone. They only have six points to show for it. Weeder, Levitt split out to the left. Lone man out to the right. Mativier out of the gun. Espinoza, Grappi off his right hip. Snap, fakes the handoff. Espinoza cuts it inside the right tackle. Inside the 10 to the 5. Flag comes out as Espinoza trying to will his way into the end zone. And a pile finally comes down at the 2. But I think this flag is against Croslex. It is. It's holding so instead of first and goal from the two, it'll be second and 14 from the 24. Self-inflicted wounds. Not a ton of penalties in this game. Almont had one that gave Croslex the first down. There was one on a PAT, but really... At least in the penalty regard, a pretty cleanly played game. You had a pass, a touchdown called back because Espinosa threw it past the line of scrimmage. Second and 14 from the Almont 24-yard line. Levitt, Weeder out to the left, Mativier out to the right, Grappi off the left hip of Espinosa. Snap, handoff middle, Grappi hits a wall of Raiders. He gets back to the original line of scrimmage to the Almont 20, brings up third and 10. And this Almont defense just has to make that final play. They have worked so hard to get Croslex in third down. And it feels like every time Croslex is in third and long, or heck, earlier in this possession, fourth and long, they bail the Pioneers out. But give Croslex credit. They've made plays. 2.55 and counting to go in the first half. 6-6, Croslex, Almont tied. Third and 10 from the Raider 20-yard line. Espinoza out of the gun, same two to the left, same one out to the right. Belly Grappi off the left hip, read option keeper. Espinoza bounces back to the right side, makes a man miss, still looking to get back to the line of scrimmage, and he's wrestled down at the Almont 19. He ran about 30 yards to get one. Fourth and nine coming up for Cross Lex. And I don't know if they want to try Will Geiger from this range. 
it would be a 36-yarder if they were to attempt it from here. Fourth and a short 10. Ball just inside the 20. They need to get to the 10-yard line. Offense stays on the field for Cross-Lex. They need 10. Espinoza out of the gun. Twins left, one to the right. Belly Grappi in the backfield. Espinoza snap, straight drop, all day to throw. Looks, pressure comes, throws over the middle. Incomplete. Over through the intended man, Jet Weeder at the goal line. And for the third time this half, Almont gets a stop inside their own 20-yard line. Still 6-6. This Almont defense is the quintessential example of resiliency. They are bend, 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 but they do not break. First and 10, Almont from their own 20-yard line. 2.28 to go in the first half. Tied at six. And Almont... Trying to go 80 yards. Let's see if they have a two-minute drill in them. They hit a 72-yard run with Luke Winkler to get on the board. First and 10 from their own 20-yard line. Davidowski snap, handoff, near side, and there's a pile at the line of scrimmage. Work, working to about the 24 is number 28, Luke Joke, Johnny Joka, excuse me. We'll call it a gain of four, second and six. Actually, they move it back to the 23, so gain of three, second and seven from their own 23-yard line. Almont does get the ball to start the second half, so Coach Lusby and the Raiders might be fine saying, hey, we'll take it to the locker room, tied at six, get a script ready for the second half, and come out, try to take the lead. Second and seven from their own 23. David Dowski hands off to the far side. Batani has room, cuts up, first down more. 35, 40, knocked out of bounds on the far sideline around their own 43-yard line. Gain of about 20 for Chase Batani and Almont. Against North Branch a couple of weeks ago, these Raiders went 60 yards in under a minute to take the lead and win the game up in North Branch. Two-minute drill on the ground is not unheard of. First and 10, Almont from their own 42-yard line. Davidowski under center, two men behind him. Snap, handoff, near side. Winkler looking for room, cuts up the 45, back outside at the 47. Gain of about five, and Winkler was one broken tackle away from making it a big gain. Almont not using one of their three timeouts. 90 seconds to go in the first half. Almont six, cross Lex six. Davidowski hustles to the line, under center. Two men behind him, snap, handoff middle. Looking for room. Batani gets hit at the 45. Keeps the feet moving all the way down to the 40 yard line. Gain of 13. And again, this Almont team has not tried to throw it once. Ball on the cross, Lex 40. 69 seconds to go in the first half. Almont trying to take the lead. Not too far from Sean O'Neill's range. Kick a field goal. Clock running again. 60 seconds to go. David Dowski hands the ball off to Winkler, but a timeout was called before the ball was snapped. 1-0-1 to go in the first half. 6-6. Almont and Cross-Lex tied. Both these teams 5-0. Both these teams' defenses have been brilliant this year. Even if Almont can get three, and O'Neal, I, I think anything within 40, they feel very comfortable. 
That means you have to get to about the 23-yard line. Let's just round it up and say get inside the 25. You can talk field goal. Almont has two timeouts. They're on their own 40. Or excuse me, on the Cross-Lex 40. First and 10. Almont trying to take the lead. Their defense has been picking them up. Cross-Lex has entered the Raider red zone four times tonight and has yielded Cross-Lex one touchdown. It was two turnover on downs and a fumbled snap. 1-0-1 to go in the half. Almont trying to tack on some points before the break. The Raiders do get the ball to start the second half. A chance to get a buy one, get one at the half. Davidowski under center. Batani the deep man, one man split out to the right. Davidowski under center. First and 10 from the Crosslex 40. Snap, pitch, Batani. Looks for room across the 40. He gets brought down by the jersey. The entire Raiders sideline wants a horse collar. They're not going to get it. Clock running, under 48 seconds to go. Davidowski hustles to the line. Second and six from the 36-yard line. And a whistle and a timeout from James Lusby and Almont. 42 seconds in. It was, the jersey was grabbed and... The officials are explaining why they didn't call a horse collar because there were a few people in orange and black wondering, hey, why didn't we get 15 yards there? One timeout left for Almont. 42 seconds left. That doesn't mean they're not going to run it. In fact, this is where Almont loves to run it. Second and six from their Cross-Lex 36-yard line. Again, you get inside the 25, you can really start thinking about trying a field goal. However, the PAT was blocked on the first Almont touchdown. You don't want to try a long field goal, get it blocked, and give Cross-Lex a chance to scoop and score and really flip momentum. David Dowski under center, second and six from the Cross-Lex 36-yard line. Fuller, Batani behind him. Davidowski, snap. Hand off Batani, looking on the left side. Bounce it out, cuts inside. Has room, 30. First down, and he slips through another tackle down to about the 27. Clock will stop for the moment at 33 seconds. Raider offense hustles to the line. Looks like they're going to try to run a play. Clock will restart when the chains are set. First and 10 on the 20. Seven-yard line of Croslack. Snap, play action. Davidowski, man in his face, throws it, and it's nearly intercepted. Oh, that was a blind throw from Davidowski. Clock stops at 26 seconds, but if there wasn't a man in his face, Davidowski might have put enough under it to get it to the Croslack's defender. Second and 10. Ball is on the Croslack's 27-yard line. One timeout left for Almont. 6-6, Almont, Cross-Lex tied going into the break. Almont will receive the second-half kickoff. Ball on the left hash. That Davidowski pass was the first he's attempted all night long. Davidowski working out of the shotgun. We've seen this a bit from Almont this year. Single man split out either side. Batani in motion. Fakes the handoff on the jet. Hit as he throws, and the ball falls incomplete. Huge hit. It was a sandwich between number 23, John Herman, and number 25, Bill Herman. Oh, Davidowski tried to stand in there, but he paid for it. Third and 10, Almont. 
from the 27-yard line. Cross Lex getting pressure when Almonts tried to throw it. Ball on the left hash, third and 10 from the Cross-Lex 27. Davidowski under center, looks like Fuller, looks like Patani behind. Snap, handoff, up the middle, looking for room to work. Winkler to the outside, first down more to the 15 where he's knocked out of bounds inside the Cross-Lex 15-yard line. Smart to get out of bounds, clock stops with 15.5 left in the first half. See exactly where they spot this football. Looks to be at about the 14. We'll call it first and 10, Almont from the Croslex 14-yard line. Still have a timeout to work with. You're well within field goal range now for Sean O'Neill. You're probably taking a shot to the end zone. You're probably throwing to the sideline, and you want to keep that timeout in your back pocket in case of a bad snap, in case of a sack. 15 seconds to go, 15 seconds to go until half, all tied up at six. Davidowski under center. Two men behind him. Snap, handoff, Winkler. Inside the right tackler. Tried to bounce outside, but a heck of a tackle from Braylon Day. Stops Winkler at the 10, so it's a gain of three. Second and seven from the Crosslex 10. And let's see if out of the timeout, Almont just sends the field goal unit out. 10 seconds to go in the first half. Almont six, Croslex six. Ball is in the middle of the field. This is exactly where you'd want it if you're O'Neill's trying to locate him on the sideline. See if O'Neill's in the huddle. Have to think about it because if you throw it and you get tackled in bounds, the half's over. And Croslex has brought pressure on the last two pass attempts. 10 seconds to go until halftime. Almont Croslex deadlocked at six. See if the field goal unit comes out for Almont. O'Neill on the sideline. Offense is going to go out on the field. 10.2 seconds left to go in the first half. If you're Croslex, do you just try to keep everything in front of you? Or do you bring pressure, try to end the half? Almont going aggressive with 10 seconds left to go. No timeouts. Ball in the middle of the field. Second and seven from the Croslex 10. Davidowski under center. Snap. Straight drop. Throws a fade to the corner of the end zone. And there was contact and no flag thrown. Oh, that ball went way out of bounds, but it doesn't matter in high school. Man, there was a lot of contact on that far sideline. And now Sean O'Neill will come out. And Cole Walton's kind of asking, hey, why, why wasn't there a flag? I, I got knocked pretty good. Well, Walton will head back seven yards to the 17, and that's where O'Neill will set up. 27-yard kick. Croslex in a safe look. So with six seconds left, O'Neill trying to take the lead in the half. Snaps good, the hold down, the kick is up. It's well long enough. Did it tuck inside the upright? It did. Sean O'Neill boots it. Would have been good from 40-plus, and Almont takes a 9-6 lead with 1.7 seconds left to go in the first half. Almont likely just going to squib this away. 
Well, Almont gets the ball to start the second half, and unless Croslex can pull something out, they'll start the second half with the lead. 9-6 Almont after the O'Neill 27-yard field goal. Looks like the, the huddle on the sideline in the conversation is don't you dare kick this deep. Don't kick it out of bounds. Don't kick it deep. Just kick a ground ball up the middle. And if Croslex wants to fall on it, hey, give them one shot. But do not kick it to the dangerous men deep. O'Neill can kick it into the end zone, but even so, you might not want to risk him not getting all of it. Because you know either Weeder or Espinoza, who are back deep to return, have a chance to really run it back. Croslex moves up the return just in case of the squib. O'Neill the run up. And a line drive up the middle. Bounces into center field. Hits Espinoza, clock at zeros. Espinoza setting up blocks, trying to make a man miss, and he's wrangled down at the 15-yard line. And that will take us into the half with the home team, the Almont Raiders on top. They lead Cross-Lex 9-6. We head to halftime. We'll recap the first half, give you the out-of-town scoreboard and more. When we come back, you're listening to High School Football and get stuck on sports.com. Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Your intuition is telling you to prepare for the future, no matter what happens. Your heart is telling you to help others in your community. With Women's Life Insurance Society, you can do both. Protect your family's financial security with life insurance and annuities from an organization that also supports scholarships, soup kitchens, and so much more. You can trust Woman's Life to be there for your loved ones, even if you can't, and to support local communities. Trust your intuition. Trust Woman's Life. Get started today at womanslife.org. Grace Memorial is here to serve you during your time of need. With four locations in Port Huron, Kimball, Marine City, and Clinton Township, Grace will take care of all of your needs. They offer funeral services, cremations, burials, monuments, and celebration of life services. Call 810-985-4351 to get in contact. They offer superb service with exceptional facilities at affordable prices. Grace Memorial, because a life well lived, is worth remembering. DB Smokehouse has the best barbecue in the blue. Brisket, pork, and sausage, you're guaranteed to not be disappointed. Located in the parking lot of Pete's Camping Service on Lapeer, it's DB Smokehouse. Open Thursday through Saturday from 11 until the barbecue's gone. And DB's does catering. Whether you're feeding 10 or 200, call DB Smokehouse. Get what you need at 810-689-0448. And like them on Facebook to see if they're open on Sunday. It's DB Smokehouse. 
Mama Vicky's Coney Island has been a staple of the Blue Water area for the past century. If you want breakfast or some delicious Coney dogs, Mama Vicky's Coney Island is the place to go. Mama Vicky's offers two convenient locations in downtown Port Huron and in Fort Gratiot. Mama Vicky's North is open 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. six days a week. Their downtown location is open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Whether it's for a big game or you just want an affordable meal for the whole family, it's Mama Vicky's Coney Island since 1923. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here at Almont High School. Been a knockdown, drag out, brawl, rock fight. Any cliche you want to use to describe this BWAC matchup, it's Almont 9, Croslex 6 at the break. And this is... This is what makes the BWAC so fun, nights like this. It's a, a very different half for each team. Croslex got the ball first, slowly marched down the field. A usually explosive offense was taking the methodical approach down the field, got it inside the 10, but on fourth and goal was stopped. Almont got the stop, got the ball back. They got one first down to get out of the shadow of their own goal post, but then went three and out, had to punt. Croslex again from midfield, slowly moved it down the field, had a big third down conversion, and then at the end of the drive, found the end zone, Gavin Espinoza scampered in for the score. Almont would get the ball back and would fumble on their first play, but Croslex couldn't do anything with it. They get stopped again inside the 10, give it back to Almont, and Luke Winkler would take it the distance and go 72 yards for the score to make it 6-6. Both extra points were blocked. And after Croslex getting back into the Almont red zone, they would throw an incomplete pass on 4th and 10 for the fourth time they made it in the red zone, only yielded one score. And Almont, to their credit, in the two-minute drill, worked their way down the field and Kicked a 27-yard field goal at the break, and that's where we stand, a low-scoring slugfest. 9-6, Almont on top. The Raiders set to get the opening half kickoff. We'll have the out-of-town scoreboard and more when we come back. You're listening to High School Football and get stuck on sports.com. Every grandma knows GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. Zimmer Roofing has been serving Eastern Michigan and the Thumb for over 35 years. Family-owned since 1984, Zimmer Roofing is a full-service commercial and residential roofing contractor specializing in flat and low-slope roofing systems, as well as shingles, metal, and insulated wall panels. When you need reliable service from a contractor that you trust who stands by their work, call Zimmer today at 810-966-6991 and request a quote. Zimmer Roofing and Construction experienced and trustworthy. Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. 
Can't make it in during normal business hours? Just don't feel like leaving home? Kimball Appliance is now offering in-home sales consultations. I, Jane Williams, will personally come to your house and measure your appliances, show you pricing, give you design options, and check inventory. This is another world-class service that Kimball Appliance is offering that the big box stores could never even think about. Contact Jane at 810-908-8983. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Ted's Coney Island is a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Dine in, carry out, or drive through. Ted's is family-friendly with menu options for everyone, and they support local high school sports programs. Ted's Coney Island has three convenient locations to serve you. At the north end of Port Huron near Kroger, at the south end of Port Huron on 24th Street, just north of Port Huron High, and in Richmond on M19 in Gratiot. Ted's Coney Island, a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports halftime show. Cross Lex trailing Almont out here in Raider Country. Nine to six. Almont leads thanks to a Sean O'Neill field goal from 27 yards out right before the buzzer. It has been a low scoring type of game all around the area. At the half, it was 0 0 Southlake and St. Clair, but Southlake with a pick six, up 6 0 on St. Clair. Marysville up 15 to 15 to 7 at the half, excuse me, 15 to 8 against Clintondale at the half. BWAC country, it is, it is, excuse me, Richmond 7, North Branch nothing that game. Also at the half, the lone score, and that one was a Benetti to Hollister touchdown pass. At the break, out in Frazier, 17-8. Port here on Northern on top of Frazier over on Stream 1. Dennis Stuckey at Port here on High. Last we saw, it was, ooh, wow, PH has opened it up in the second quarter. 28-6, they lead Lance Cruz North. PH playing pretty well. Ugly up on Bad Axe 34 to nothing. Brown City was up on Mayville 30 to nothing. And let's see if we can get any other scores from you. Marine City was leading Lamphere at the break 22 to 13. So Marine City having a little trouble with Lamphere, but they came back and took the lead out here in Almont. It is the Raiders 9 cross Lex 6 in what has been a knockdown drag out brawl. Almont set to receive the second half kick, but as the Raider marching band plays us out here at halftime, we'll have a little bit longer before the second half kick. Don't go anywhere. More halftime show when we come back here on GetStuckOnSports.com There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Whether you're looking for a safer, easier to maintain walk-in tub or shower, or a whole new updated and complete renovation, you need to call Luxury Bath by Mobility Remodelers. You could have a beautiful tub or walk-in shower and save more than 50% over traditional remodeling. They offer hundreds of combinations of colors, patterns, and accessories featuring microband technology. Call 810-385-1700 for a free in-home consultation and look for their new showroom in the Birchwood Mall. Luxury Bath and Mobility Remodelers. Imagine what they can do for you. Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports halftime show and a low-scoring affair out here at Almont. The moon just barely peeking over the trees to the east of Almont's high school. It's just looking through the clouds watching two great BWAC teams do battle. Two teams that by no stretch of the imagination 
played their best first half. We saw several fumbled snaps. Ball was on the ground a lot. And it's been a beautiful night for football. This has been a gorgeous. This is what people write about when they talk about Friday Night Lights. And when you talk about the BWAC, games like this are a lot of fun. 9-6, Elmont on top of Croslex. The Pioneers outstretching the Elmont marching band, leaving the field. But Elmont gets the ball first to start the second half as the Raiders come back on the field. If Elmont can get in the end zone, something that neither team has done very well tonight, they might be able to put this, I don't want to say put it away, but any t either side gets a two-score lead, you're going, uh-oh, because this Almont defense, I'm telling you what, folks, they are legit. Both sides warming up for half number two. We'll take our final break when we come back. Almont receiving the third quarter kickoff. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Come for the food and stay for the family atmosphere. Try all of Chef Susie's world-famous homemade soups and sauces. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin also does carry out. Call 810-378-5565. Whether you want a great steak or their delicious fettuccine Alfredo, they have a menu for all tastes with daily specials. So come to the place where no one is a stranger, the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Hi, I'm David Boganum, the proud owner of St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. I was born and raised in the Blue Water area, as were many of my sales staff. Here at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we care about your personal experience. As a family-owned dealership, we know car buying can be very stressful. When you buy a car from us, we develop a relationship that lasts longer than the car buying experience. Whether it's our new or pre-owned sales, our award-winning service, parts or more, we are here to take care of you. So come say hello at the corner of Kearney and Fredmore Highway. No appointments needed when you come see your neighbors at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Port Huron Prowlers are gearing up for another season at McMoran Arena. Get your season tickets today at phprowlers.com. You won't want to miss a moment of the high-flying hockey action. Once you have your tickets, make sure to stop over at their new online store for all of your merchandise needs. The Prowlers open their season at home on Friday, October 20th against the Motor City Rockers. Make sure to fill up McMoran Arena and get ready for another year of Prowler hockey. If you need Blue Water area scores, standing schedules, and more, go to GetStuckOnSports.com. Not able to listen to the game live? GetStuckOnSports.com archives all their broadcasts so you can listen at any time. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. 
9-6, Almont leads Cross-Lex. We are moments away from starting quarter number three. Folks, it's been a fun one. It has been everything we've expected. Cross-Lex's offense has gotten it inside the Almont 20 four times this game, and three of the times they have come up empty only one time have the Pioneers found the end zone. Almont, their lone touchdown came on a Luke Winkler run from 72 yards out. And Almont's offense getting the football to start quarter number three. Usually at halftime, hey, maybe you script the first few plays. You start to feel good about yourself. Because Almont's running attack starting to hit the holes pretty hard at the end of the first half. It's, it's a weird first half to break down because both offenses moved the balls, but both sides made very very uncharacteristic mistakes. There was a muff punt on a play for Almont that if they just get away from the ball, they take over, but then they get a stop again. There's been probably three or four fumbled snaps in the game. It has been a mix of some really, really good plays on both sides offensively and defensively and some plays where coaches are maybe giving a clipboard a hard time. Cross-Lex kicking off right to left again. They are in their all-white road uniforms with the big, bold blue numbers, twin blue stripes down the pants, blue cuff with the two-tone blue and white helmets. The number on the left side, the CL logo on the right, Almont in their home all-black uniforms with italic orange numbers in the nameplate, the black helmets with the arced Raiders across. Kicking off for Cross-Lex. Looks like Corbin Allen on to kick off. A little bit of a different formation. See if Cross-Lex has something drawn up to start the second half. The run-up, it will be an end-over-end kick. Winkler brings it in at the 14. No, he fumbles it at the 20. Picks it up, makes a couple men miss, but can't make the second wave of the Pioneers miss. Bringing him down, James Gumtow on the final tackle. And it is, excuse me, that was number 15, not number five, heading off the field. No, it was Gumtow. It'll be first and 10, Almont from their own 24-yard line. Start of the second half, 9-6. Almont on top of Crosslex. Brady Beaton here from GetStuckOnSports.com. And boy, this has been a fun one. This is what makes the BWAC one of the most fun conferences across the state. Nights like tonight. Three men behind Davidowski. He waits for the official go-ahead, works under center. First and 10 from their own 24. Davidowski snap, turns right, hands off left. Looking for a room, Winkler. He gets inside the left tackle. Oh, he broke, me. that's Patani. Broke off a few tackles, but they will give him forward progress at about the, let's see where they hold him up. They say the 25, so only a one-yard gain. Call it second and nine for Almont. Man, Almont, I know it's hard for defenses to find the ball because it's hard for me up in the booth to find the ball, but that's why Almont is so successful. Call it second and, well, we'll we'll be generous and give Batani two yards on that carry. Second and eight from the 26-yard line. Ball on the far hash. Davidowski breaks the huddle, works under center. Walton, the lone man, split out to the near side. Two men behind Davidowski, it is, looks like Fuller and Batani. Snap, handoff right side, looking for room inside the right tackle. Stood up and, ooh, 
crunched at the 30-yard line is Fuller. Gain of about four to the 30, brings up third and call it four. Fuller tried to keep his feet moving, and oh, he just got bent over backwards. Third and four. Kind of a big play here at the start of the third quarter. 9-6, Almont on top. We're 90 seconds into the second half. Almont trying to keep the ball a little bit. Extend this lead to start quarter number three. Third and four from their own 30-yard line. Almont, Davidowski under center. One man split out to the right. Snap, turns left, hands off. Looking for room. Cutting inside the right tackle. Hit and dropped at the 32-yard line. Coming up and making the tackle was number 46. Noah Jackson makes the stop, and it brings up fourth down. Batani couldn't quite get what he needed. Call it third and a yard, excuse me, fourth and a yard and a half. And the punt unit coming out for Almont. Almont in their own territory, trusting their defense. They've been solid so far tonight. As Sean O'Neill jogs off the sideline, it's fourth and short. Nobody back deep for Crosslex. They are conceding the kick. They are not going to let Almont fake it. O'Neill and in motion left to right, snap. Good. O'Neill rolls out, hits a rugby style kick, has some backspin to it, takes a great Raider hop at the 32, all the way down to the Cross Lex 17. Excuse me, it bounced on the Cross Lex 32, down to the Pioneer 17 yard line. Sean O'Neill is a weapon. First and 10, Cross Lex at their own 17 yard line. 9 6, Almont. On top of Croslex, two undefeated teams in BWAC play. The Pioneer offense hasn't had any trouble moving the ball. Again, inside the Almont red zone four times tonight. They've come up with one touchdown. First and 10 from their own 17-yard line. Gavin Espinoza. Out of the gun, belly groppy right behind him to his right. Espinoza leans in, snap, straight drop, looks near side, fires, caught by Levitt at the third, excuse me, the 27-yard line, excuse me, the 22. No, it fell incomplete. The throw is a bit low. This angle, it looked like he got his hands underneath it. In fact, he did not, second and 10 from the 17. 9 one to go in the third quarter, 9-6, Almont on top. Second and 10 from their own 17-yard line. Espinoza works under center for the Pioneers. Deep man, belly groppy. Man in motion, snap, handoff, far side. That is John Herman. He works near the right tackle, has nowhere to go. And the Almont defense swarming brings up a third and 10. Third and 10, and Almont trying to get back off the field. Both these defenses have been superb. Although Croslex on third and long has had a knack for getting the first down they need. Third and 10 from their own 17, they need to get to the 27 yard line. Lone man to the left, Miles Levitt. Twins to the right, Espinoza out of the gun. Almont has not gotten a lot of pressure on Espinoza. Snap, play action, straight drop, looks, looks in the pocket, rolls off his back foot across his body and it is dropped. Oh, it hit Miles Levitt in the chest. It hit him in the chest, 
but I think the left hand of Matt Bohalski got in the vision of Levitt just enough that he had that blink. He didn't make contact, but he nearly grabbed it, or at least knocked it out of the air, and I think that quarter second of hesitation, that blink, that flinch, let it fall through Levitt's hands. Punter comes out, belly groppy for a cross, Lex. Good snap, Almont sets up the return, nearly blocked as the kick goes to the far sideline, out of bounds. Belly Grappi on that rugby-style kick held it a second or two too long. And the kick goes out of bounds, and Almont with great starting field position. 8.05 to go in the third quarter. Almont 9, Croslex 6, a defensive slugfest. Two 5-0 teams. Two teams that have BWAC title aspirations, hope to make a deep playoff run. Winner of this game in sole possession of first place in the BWAC. First and 10 from the 37-yard line of Croslex. Almont trying to extend their three-point lead. Davidowski under center. Snap turns left, hand off right. Looking for room before being brought down at about the 35-yard line. Looked like that was fuller on the carry. It was gain of about three. Call it second and seven. Excuse me, second and eight on a two-yard gain for Almont. About one first down and you can get it in Sean O'Neill range. Worth noting on the near sideline, Jacob Stewart has his pads off. He's been, he made a few plays early in the game. He's been a name I've called at some points for Almont. Has his shoulder pads off. Second and eight for Almont. On the Croslex 35, Davidowski under center, snap, handoff, right side, looking for room, Batani. He gets through one would-be tackler, can't get through the second. And Batani gets about a three-yard gain, and he's a little slow to get up. Batani has been a do-it-all back for Almont, and he's working off slightly assisted. Looked like he might have rolled an ankle. But Batani working to the near sideline. He will have to at least miss this next play. Hope to see that young man back out on the field. But as it stands, third and five for Almont at the Croslex 32-yard line. Could be four-down territory for Almont, but with one of your most explosive playmakers coming off the field. Oh, I'm guessing it's a cramp. They look like they're working on a calf. So a cramp for Batani as they try to work that out on the near sideline. Almont's offense trying to go to work. Third and five for the Croslex 32. Under center, Davidowski, nobody behind him. Man in motion left to right. Hard count, and the far lineman moved for Croslex. It'll be a free five yards. The question is, is the five yards enough for a first down? It will be close. If it's a five... If it's five and a half yards to the first down, it'll be third and an inch. The officials are already pointing first down. So they move it up to the 27. Now the chains hold up. Waiting for another signal. And yes, they do move the chains up. First and 10, Almont at the Croslex 27-yard line. Hard count. Gave Almont the free first down. Davidowski under center. Two men behind him. Snap, turns, hand off right side. Big man stumbling across the 25 to the 23-yard line. 
Looked like it was Joka again. Gain of about four, call it second and six. And Johnny Joka, he's gotten limited carries, but man, he runs hard. Ball on the right hash, or at least near it. Second and six from the 23-yard line of Cross-Lex. Davidowski under center. Patani, one of the two men behind him. Davidowski snap, handoff, Patani. Up the middle, has room to the outside to the 15, to the 10, to the 5, to the end zone. Number 22, excuse me, Matt Boholski on the full back dive was never touched, and Almont with a nine-point lead halfway through the third quarter. Matt Boholski hit that hole quickly, and 22 bounced to the outside, and Almont trying to kick the extra point to make it a 10-point game. Twenty-two yard touchdown run. Snap, hold, kick is up, and the kick is good. Five fifty-five to go in the third quarter. Almont sixteen, Croslex six. You're listening to high school football and get stuck on sports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. 5.55 to go in the third quarter, and Almont has opened the largest lead of the game, 16-6. Almont leads Cross-Lex in the battle of unbeatens. Sean O'Neill has the ball teed up. End over end line drive. Weeder brings it in four yards from the end zone, working to the middle, 15 to the 20. Weeder to the outside, and he's knocked down right away. First man to make contact drops, Jet Weeder. Aiden Furcrowan did a great job on the kickoff coverage, and that's where Croslex will take over. Halfway through this third quarter, down two scores. Pioneer offense needs to find a way to finish a drive. First and 10. Croslex from their own. 20-yard line. So far in this season, Croslex's offense, their worst game, their worst game was 29 points against Richmond, who's 4-1. Six points through two and a half quarters here at Almont. They move the ball up to the 21-yard line. First and 10, Croslex. Gavin Espinoza under center. Motions Groppy out to the left side. Gives trips to the left of Espinoza. Snap. Looks. Whip route. Groppy dropped it. Hit him in the hands, but he was looking to run before he caught it. Incomplete, second and 10, Cross-Lex from their own 21. Again, this is a Cross-Lex offense that had had their opportunities. They have been in the Almont red zone, not once, not twice, not thrice, but four times tonight. They've come away with one touchdown. 
Two fourth down stops, one fumbled snap. Kept the Croslex Pioneers out of the end zone. Second and 10 from their own 21 yard line. Out of the Wildcat, Groppy motions Espinoza, snap, pitch, Espinoza turns past the line of scrimmage, has room, 25-30, down the far sideline, scampers across the 35, pushed out of bounds near his own 40-yard line, gain of about 19, depending on where he exactly stepped out, but Croslex with a big chunk play, they spot it on the 41-yard line of Croslex, give Gavin Espinoza a gain of 20. First and 10, cross Lex from their own 41. Groppy out of the Wildcat, no one next to him. Snap, Groppy, keeper, left side, looks for the hole, bounces off the left tackle. Outside at the 45, makes another man miss the midfield. Almont territory, 45-40 and a shoestring tackle. A touchdown saving tackle from Lucas Mantini. Brings Belly Groppy down in Raider territory, a gain of 19. First and 10 cross Lex. You can feel the sense of urgency. Down 16 to six, cross Lex trying to make this a one score game. Still 526 to go in the third quarter. But they know their offense needs to get something cooking. 16 unanswered points from Almont have given the Raiders the 10 point lead. Ball on the near hash. First and 10, Al, excuse me, cross Lex from the Almont 40. Out of the Wildcat, Belly Grappi, snap, pitch, Espinoza looks, tucks it, he gets hit in the backfield, tried to run over the defender, but standing strong for Almont, Jacob Fuller, and he knocks Espinoza for a loss of two back to the 42-yard line, second and 12 for Croslex from the Almont 42-yard line. I believe when they pitch it to Espinoza that it's almost a run pass option that the receivers are running routes deep down the field and Espinoza the quarterback can make the choice still in the Wildcat Groppy normally the running back behind the center out of the gun second and 12 from the 42 Groppy snap fakes the pitch looking for room to work makes the first line miss but the linebackers come up and stuff belly Groppy at the 40 yard line Short gain of about two yards. Brings up a third and 10 for Croslex in enemy territory. Have to imagine it's four down territory unless you take a big loss here on third and 10. Four minutes to go in the third quarter. Almont 16, Croslex six. Croslex trying to put up their first points of the second half. They face a third and 10. Croslex been pretty good on third downs tonight. Student section in front of me, getting loud. Trying to will their Raiders to a stop. Third and 10 from the Almont 40 yard line. Espinoza out of the gun, Groppy to his left. Snap, rolls right, run all the way. Espinoza tucks it up, gets across the man at the 35 and he's tackled at the 34. Gain of about six, but it'll bring up fourth and four. That play call tells me that Mike Holes and Croslex was saying we're Going forward on fourth down no matter what. Let's see what we can get on third and 10. So we'll call it fourth and a very short four. No hesitation, offense stayed on the field all the way. Mike Coles gives the call to his quarterback, Gavin Espinoza. Three and a half yards to keep the drive alive. Ball on the near hash, Croslex moving right to left. Packed Almont side, 
getting louder than they did on third down. Fourth and four from the 34-yard line. Need to get to the Almont 30. Espinoza by himself out of the gun. Hard count and the line moved for Almont. Didn't need to run a play, got the D tackle to jump, and it'll be a free five yards and a free first down for Cross-Lex. First and 10, Cross-Lex back inside the Almont 30 to the 28-yard line, 2.41 to go in the third quarter. Almont 16, Cross-Lex 6. Chase Botanini still on the near sideline trying to stretch out that right leg. He's done a little bit of everything for Almont this season. He's been good on offense and defense. They'd love to get 32 back in the game. First and 10, Crosslex from the Almont 28. Snap, Espinosa, right side, keeper. Cuts it inside the right tackle, makes the first man miss. Gets across the 25 before the secondary comes up, makes the tackle at the 24. Call it a gain of about four or five. Second and five for Crosslex. They place it at the 23-yard line. Gavin Espinoza has been featured early. He's been featured often. Hasn't taken too many negative plays tonight. Cross Lex, again, four times inside the Almont red zone, looking to be a fifth on this drive, yet only six points on the scoreboard. Second and five from the Almont 23-yard line. Espinoza out of the gun, snap, fumbles it a bit, hands off to Grappi up the middle, finds a hole, gets across the 20, near the line to gain, but it looks like he's a step short. It'll be third and a yard after a gain of four from Belly Grappi at the Almont 19-yard line. So now officially the fifth time in the Raider red zone. That Almont defense has been the quintessential cliche bend, but do not break. Third and a yard. Cross-Lex breaks the huddle. Gavin Espinoza out of the gun. To the le- split out to the left. Jet Weeder, Miles Levitt. One man to the right. Belly Grappi off of Espinoza's right hip. Snap, straight drop. Pressure comes. He gets hit. He goes down back at the 27-yard line. A huge loss on third and one. It was so much pressure at first. It looked like a screenplay, but... Gavin Espinosa had nowhere to dump it off. And now fourth and nine, the job just got a whole heck of a lot harder for Cross-Lex. 30 seconds to go in the third quarter, 16-6, Almont on top of Cross-Lex. Cross-Lex needs this first down. They need to get to the Almont 18, ball on the Almont 26, Espinosa. Out of the gun, snap, straight drop, has time, looks far side, throws, caught near the sticks, and he's knocked out of bounds, but it looks like Croslex got what they needed. Number 14 on the reception, Nick Monzo makes a 10-yard reception on fourth and eight, and the Croslex Pioneers keep the drive alive. 16-6, Almont on top. Ten seconds to go in the third quarter. Clock stopped because Monzo was knocked out of bounds. But Croslex keeps this drive alive. Ball on the 17-yard line of Almont. Raiders looking for a fourth red zone stop. Espinoza out of the gun, snap, handoff, no, keeper middle. He trips over his own feet. He stumbles past the line of scrimmage to about the 15, and that'll do it for the third quarter. 12 minutes to go. Battle of undefeateds out here in Almont and the Raiders defending home turf. They lead Croslex 16-6. We'll be back with the fourth quarter right after this here on GetStuckOnSports.com.
Every grandma knows. GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales. Just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 16-6, Almont on top of Croslex. Second and eight from the Almont 15. Croslex with the ball. Snap, handoff, Belly Grappi. Working up the middle, Belly Grappi fighting for the yards. He gets near the 10-yard line before he's finally brought down. We'll give it a gain of about six or seven. about the 10 it'll bring up third and two or three but we have a downed Almont Raider looks just to be a cramp but Tanny on the near sideline his helmet is off as he's trying to work through what was a lower body injury Chase Batani has not just been one of the best players for Almont could make a good conversation he's in the conversation for player of the year in the area he's been great offensively he's been great defensively He's trying to work through something on the near sideline. The down player is up for Almont. And it is, looks like number 26, Cohen Furkowan. He works to the near sideline. He'll have to sit out at least one play, but I have a feeling we'll see 26 back in there sooner rather than later. 11.38 to go in the game. Almont with a 10-point lead, 16-6. Almont on top of Croslex. Third and two, they put the ball on the Almont nine-yard line. Espinoza out of the gun. Twins left, one man to the right. Belly Grappi off the right hip. Snap, fakes the jet, gives the Grappi left side. He's hitting the backfield. Grappi kept his feet moving, got past the line of scrimmage, but he will be a bit short. Big man in the middle for Almont. I believe it was Josh Figurski that made the stop, and it will be fourth and a yard from just inside the nine-yard line. Fourth and about a yard and a half. Cross-Lex has already converted one-fourth down on this drive. Down two scores in the fourth. This won't end it for Cross-Lex, but man, it makes the battle a lot harder if they don't get it. Espinoza under center, nobody out wide. Espinoza snap, handoff, Grappi right side. He gets tripped up at the line of scrimmage, but keeps his balance to the five-yard line. First down, Pioneers to the Almont five-yard line. Was very, very simple. When you need a first down, when you need a big play, 
hit the belly button, and it usually turns out all right. First and goal from the five-yard line. Almont tries to get a little more size in there. Yusuf Abu-Judeh checks into the game for Almont. Tight formation. Under center. Espinoza, Braylon Day right behind him. Jackson and Grappi, the deep men. Snap, pitch, right side. Grappi working to the outside. T- turns up at the five. He's knocked out of bounds at about the two. Couldn't quite reach for the pylon. Be second and goal from the two. I believe... If my math is correct, that is the 12th goal-to-go play Crosslexes ran. They've only scored on one. Back under center from the two, Espinoza. Snap, QB sneak. It is a rugby scrum. Espinoza keeps the legs moving. Does he cross the line? Yes, he does. Touchdown, Crosslex. Back to a one-score game with 10.37 to go in the fourth quarter. But now... A very, very important extra point to make it a field goal game. Was very simple, Espinoza, the QB sneak, but there's a down pioneer at the goal line. And is that Espinoza? Don't see a number for sure, but his helmet is off. 10.37 to go, 16-12, pending the extra point, Elmont on top. So they're working on a leg or an ankle or something as Coach Mike Holes comes out. We'll keep it right here at least until the extra point. And it was Espinoza. He's back up. He looks to be all right. 16-12, Almont on top, but a big extra point. Coming out to kick Will Geiger. The weeder on to hold. First extra point was blocked by Almont. This is a big one to make it a field goal game. And Will Geiger, while maybe not the the strongest leg we'll ever see, he's pretty reliable for a high school kicker. To make it a three-point game, snap, hold by Weeder. The kick is up. The kick is good. 10.37 to go in the fourth quarter. We got a battle in Almont. Elmont 16, Croslex 13. Be back with more in a minute. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Port Huron Prowlers are gearing up for another season at McMoran Arena. Get your season tickets today at phprowlers.com. You won't want to miss a moment of the high-flying hockey action. Once you have your tickets, make sure to stop over at their new online store for all of your merchandise needs. The Prowlers open their season at home on Friday, October 20th against the Motor City Rockers. Make sure to fill up McMoran Arena and get ready for another year of Prowler hockey. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. 16-13. Croslex has it back to a three-point game. 10-37 to go. And this is everything we could have asked for. A full moon peeking through the clouds over the far sideline. And it's been a, a fun one. It's been an odd one. Croslex will kick it deep 
Far side, Luke Winkler brings it in at the 11, working towards the middle of the field, Winkler to the 20. They're 25, room up the middle, 40, 50. Luke Winkler is untouched. Luke Winkler is going 89 yards, and Almont right back on top just 12 seconds later. Oh man, number 81, you are leaving your mark on this game, young man. He took it right up the middle, and if it was two-hand touch, he was still finding the end zone. Heck of a setup from the return team for Almont, and Luke Winkler with his second score of the night, 22-13, Almont on top of Cross Lex. O'Neal on to kick. Snap, hold, kick is up, and it's pooched up and through. 10.25 to go in the fourth, 23-13. Almont back up by 10. We'll take another short break. When we come back, Cross Lex trying to find the end zone once again. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Come for the food and stay for the family atmosphere. Try all of Chef Susie's world-famous homemade soups and sauces. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin also does carry-out. Call 810-378-5565. Whether you want a great steak or their delicious fettuccine Alfredo, they have a menu for all tastes with daily specials. So come to the place where no one is a stranger, the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. 10.25 to go, and while a pair of scores in under 20 seconds of play, have it 23-13, Almont on top of Cross Lex. Sean O'Neill with the run-up. The end-over-end line drive kick. Jet Weeder brings it into the five. Weeder looking to replicate Winkler to the 20. Near side 25 makes one man miss up to the 30. He can't make it any further than that. A sea of Raiders brings down Jet Weeder. And the senior sets up Cross Lex to go first and 10 from their own 31-yard line. Down 10, Alma, or excuse me, Cross Lex needs to get a score here quick. Much like last year's game when Almont went to Cross Lex and beat the Pioneers, it seems like on any gotta-have-it play, the Raiders just find a way to get it done. Indicative, there's a reason why Almont has been a playoff team as long as all of these players have been alive. First and 10, Cross Lex on their own 31-yard line. Belly Grappi out of the gun in the Wildcat. Man split out either side. Grappi snap, keeper right side. There's nowhere to go. Grappi lowered his shoulder, got about two yards to the 33. But Almont will let Belly Grappi get three to five yards as long as they want. They will trade yards for clock right now. Under 10 minutes to go in the ballgame. 23-13, Almont on top of Cross Lex. Trying to stay undefeated in the BWAC. Out of the gun, Gavin Espinoza. Twins either side, belly grappy off his right hip. 
Man in motion left to right. Snap, straight drop. Espinoza all day to throw. Throws over the middle. Weeder catches it at the 45. Wrangled down immediately. Coming up and making the tackle, Lucas Mantini. But it's enough for a pioneer. First down, first and 10. Cross Lex at their own 45-yard line. Clock stops for the moment at 9.30 to go in the game. 10-point Almont lead. Cross Lex needs to hurry, but they don't need to rush right now. Twins either side. Espinoza out of the gun. Droppy, arm's length away on the right side. Man in motion left to right. Gumtow, snap, straight drop. Looks like the same play. Espinoza rolls. Man in his face. He's working backwards. He throws the ball away. Gets it past the line of scrimmage. He was outside the tackle box. So there will be no intentional grounding. That's a rule that was recently changed. For a long time, a tackle box wasn't a thing in high school. But as of last year, that's a legal play. Second and ten. Cross Lex from their own 45. Ball on the near hash. 9.13 to go in the fourth quarter. Espinoza out of the gun. Belly Grappi now offset to the left. Twins left, twins right. Almont just trying to keep everything in front of them. Snap, straight drop. Espinoza, pressure comes far side. Makes one man miss. Wants the deep ball. He has a man, but he overshot him. Oh my goodness, James Gumtow was wide open and Espinoza put just a hair too much air underneath of it. Falls incomplete, third and 10. Almont trying to get the stop, keep it a 10 point game. There have been a few times that Cross-Lex has gotten open deep but Espinoza's failed to hit on the deep ball. Third and 10, Cross Lex from their own 45. See what Mike Holes draws up. Out of the gun, Espinoza. Twins left, one man to the right, tight end left, belly grappy off the left hit of Gavin Espinoza. On their own 45, Cross Lex needs to get to the Almont 45. Snap, straight drop, Espinoza. Falling back, looks, looks, pressure comes, throws on the run, and a wide open man at the 32, moving across to the 29, being brought down for a big gain, Reese Knoll. I believe there is a flag on the near sideline, but it looks to be against Almont. It is holding on the defense, so it'll be first down Crosslex in Almont territory. 8.55 to go in the fourth quarter. Almont 23, Crosslex 13, a battle of the unbeatens here in the BWAC. And it is indeed holding on. Almont declined. So they will place it at the, well, they put it at the 30-yard line. Funny how it always ends up right on a, on a five-yard line. Almont side getting loud once again. Plenty of time for Crosslux left, but they don't have to play a perfect game. They have to play a darn near perfect last nine minutes. First and 10 from the Almont 30-yard line. Twins either side of Espinoza. Grappi off his left tip. Senior leans in, takes the snap. Straight drop, looks over the middle. Plenty of time. Wants it all. Has Weeder. It's tipped and incomplete. Oh, the left hand of Lucas Mantini. Didn't get a lot of it. Got enough of it. Falls incomplete. Second and 10. As Espinoza put that one where he needed to. It's a game of inches, folks. 
And if Mantini was a quarter of a second later, it would have been a touchdown for Croslex. As it stands, second and 10 Croslex from the Almont 30 yard line. 8.35 to go in the fourth quarter. 10 point Almont lead, 23 13. Out of the gun. Gavin Espinosa, twins to the left, twins to the right, belly grappy off his left hip. Espinosa leans in, takes the snap, straight drop, looks far side, fires an out route, and it's incomplete. Hit the right hand of Miles Levitt, but he wasn't quite ready for it out of the break. Third and 10 again for Cross Lex. Third and 10. Cross Lex at the Almont 30 yard line. Almont's defense has been spectacular tonight. Just trying to keep everything in front. This fourth quarter slowly moving by. Cross Lex needs to find the end zone sooner rather than later. Third and 10 from the Almont 30. Espinoza out of the gun. Again, twins either side. Belly Grappi off, set to the right. Espinoza snap. Hand off Grappi up the middle. Gets hit, bounces off of one would-be tackler, but can't break the second. Falls down to the 26. Gain of four. And a big fourth and six upcoming for Cross Lex. Have to get to the Almont 20-yard line. Clock is running. So we approach the eight-minute mark. 29-13. Almont on top of Cross Lux. Pioneers have it fourth and six, the Almont 26 yard line. They need six yards. Twins right with a wing to the right. One man to the left, belly grappy in the backfield. Espinoza snap, straight drop, blitz comes. Picked up, throws. It is caught just past the 20 yard line. They found Nick Monzo. They needed six, they got seven, and the Pioneers. It's like a little pest not going away. First and 10, Cross Lex at the Almont 18 yard line. Again, Almont's defense is bend, bend, bend. They just do not give up the big play. First and 10, Cross Lex from the Almont 18 yard line. Espinoza. Out of the gun, twins right, one man to the left. Espinoza takes the snap, pump fakes left, looks right, tucks, wants room to run, can't find it, tripped up. He's holding the ball, he gets hit. He's still on his feet, but he's finally brought down back at the 23-yard line. Loss of five, second and 15 after the sack. You're giving out quarters of sacks on that play. That entire D-line made a play, and I think the one that got the final hit was Gordon Stalecki. Second and 15 from the 23-yard line. Ball on the right hash. Espinoza works out of the gun. Twins left, one man to the right, tight end right. Belly Grappi off his left hip. Espinoza takes the snap, straight drop, looks left. Wants Weeder, throws the out route. It's tipped and incomplete. Oh, if that was a bit lower coming up. Who else, number 81, Luke Winkler? If that is six inches lower, Luke Winkler's picking that off and taking it to the house. Brings up third and 14, 6.36 to go in the fourth quarter. The clock slowly dripping away. Cross Lex, they've kept the offense on the field, but Almont's doing a great job making this clock run down. Both sides have all three timeouts. 
from the middle of the field. Third and 14 from the Almont 22-yard line. They need to get to the eight. They're going to have two downs to do it. Espinoza out of the gun. Snap, straight drop, looks. Delayed blitz. Rolls out right. Espinoza steps up. Still looking. Moves inside. Gets across the 20. Makes another man miss to the 15 to about the 12-yard line. It's a gain of 10 and sets up a very manageable fourth and about four. Gavin Espinoza broke about four tackles on that play. And they put it at the 13-yard line. So we'll call it fourth and five. Pioneers not going away. Almont looking for that final stop. Can they get it? Almont trying to get a late substitution on. They do. Fourth and five from the 13. Espinoza out of the gun. Motions Groppy to the left. Working the hard count. And Croslex is going to burn a timeout. Oh, wow. They were hoping the Raiders would jump. They did not. And a precious, precious resource in a 10-point game with 5.44 to go is burned with the Croslex timeout. 23-13. Almont on top of Croslex. Fourth and five on the other side of this timeout. We'll keep it right here. Ball is on the middle of the field. Your Mike Holes have to draw up the best play you have. Almont's offense hasn't been on the field in a long time. Croslex scored to make it 16-13, kicked it deep, and Luke Winkler took it 89 yards to the house. Almont's defense has been out there for a long, long time. to go in the ball game. Almont 23, Cross Lex 13. Almont trying to knock off the Pioneers for the second straight season and hand Cross Lex their first loss for the second straight year. Middle of the field. Fourth and five, gotta have it if you're Croslex. Twins to the right, one man to the left. Espinoza out of the gun, belly groppy to his right. Puts Weeder in motion right to left. Espinoza leans in, puts the hands in front, takes the snap, keeper all the way, right side, cuts up at the 10. He gets past the line to gain or around it. Almont doesn't think he got there. It was near the eight yard line. Almont's offense celebrating. Croslex's offense going off. Let's see where they spot it. Almont football. It looked like from here, Espinoza had it. He tried to cut up at the last second, but that third effort wasn't getting it done. And with 5.36 to go in the ballgame, Almont is going to try to run this last half of a quarter out. 23-13. Almont on top of Croslex. Folks, this Almont defense is as legit as they come. That's the fourth time Croslex got inside the Almont red zone and came away with nothing. First and 10 
from Elmont's 10. Davidowski under center. Snap, shocker, handoff, hit in the backfield and wrangled down for a loss of about three. It was Fuller on the carry. Making the stop for Cross Lex was Reese Knoll. And if you're Cross Lex, you sell out, you try to get a stop and see if you can block a punt, do something. Almont is going to kick their feet up, relax, and just take their sweet, sweet time. I mean, Almont, they're in no hurry. They're getting out those maple sugar donuts, and they're just going to dunk it in the coffee. They're going to take their time. Second and 13 from their own seven. Davidowski under center, two men behind him. Davidowski, snap, handoff, right side, cutting inside the right tackle across the 10 to the 15-yard line. That was Matthew Boholski. Gets about eight and brings up third and five. 435 and counting to go in the fourth quarter. 23-13, Almon on top of Croslux. Croslux has to get a stop if they want any chance at getting back in this game. Third and five and up two scores. Maybe you're aggressive, you try to throw. You know Croslex is selling out to get this stop. Almont to the line. They have under 10 seconds to get the snap off. Three men behind Davidowski. 11 men in the box for Croslex. Davidowski under center. Snap, pitch, near side. He gets hit in the backfield and Croslex gets the stop they need. Held up at the 15-yard line. Chase Batani had nowhere to go, and the punt unit comes out for Almont. Croslex used the timeout. They will have one left. So now, if Croslex can score, you're leaving the game in the fate of an onside kick. 3.51 to go in the fourth quarter. Almont, 23. Croslex, 13. Almont is 351 away from going through a stretch of at North Branch, hosting Armada and hosting Croslex, and coming out of it squeaky clean 3-0. That is as tough of a stretch as you can ask for in basically any mid-sized conference in the state. So fourth and five. On to punt, Sean O'Neill. No one back for Cross-Lex. That's a bit surprising. Down marker says it's third down. It is, unless I'm starting to lose it, it's fourth down. All right, it is changed to fourth down. O'Neill on to punt. Now Croslex sends the men back to return. Nick Monzo stands at his own 45, but if you're Croslex, you sell out to block this punt. Time is not your friend. O'Neal, man in motion left to right. Snap. The rush comes. Kick gets off. Bounces at the 49, and Monzo will let it roll to the Almont, excuse me, the Croslex 45, and with 3.42 left to go in the ballgame, down 23-13, Croslex takes the ball. They need 55 yards to find the end zone. It'll take some luck for Croslex to get back in this ball game. If you're Almont, hey, this is where you 
Just keep everything in front of you. Full moon fully above us here at Almont. The clouds have cleared out the site for this unbeaten BWAC matchup. Almont trying to hold on for the final 342. Out of the gun, Gavin Espinoza. Snap, straight drop, blitz comes. Pressure, three men in his face. He rolls, he gets hit. He's down all the way back at the 29-yard line. Loss of 16. Getting the credit with the sack is number 35, Jacob Fuller. There were three men coming off the edge, and that's the second time. The way the rush got home, I'm thinking, all right, it's a screen. Nope, Almont just dialed it up. Second and a mile from their own 34. Snap, throw far side, hook and ladder, looking for Grappi. He catches it, gets across the 35, out at about the 37. So gain of about, we'll call it seven or eight, but we'll call it third and 20. Ball is on the Croslex 36. They need to get to the Almont 46, so third and 18. Gavin Espinoza out of the gun, belly grappy off his right hip. Trips right, one man to the left, Espinoza with the snap. Straight drop, plenty of time. Throws over the middle, Weeder catches it at the 45. Spins off of a tackler down to the 44. Got exactly what they needed to move the chains. 2.55 left to go in the game, 23-13. Almont on top of Croslex. Croslex trying to stay in this ball game. They'll need a little bit of luck, but they need to get in the end zone first. First and 10 from the Almont 45-yard line. Espinoza trips to the right, takes the snap, looks left. Pump fake, pressure comes, steps up in the pocket, fakes the jump pass, rolling far side, throws on the run, caught at the 32-yard line, dragged out of bounds and slammed out of bounds at the 28. Ooh, I thought a penalty was coming for Almont. Usually when you get those suplex-style tackles, there's a flag that comes out, not this time. Officials have been very lenient on both sides. First and 10 from the Elmont 28. Espinoza with the snap, throws far side. Caught by Levitt, works out of bounds near the 25. Gain of around five. It'll be second and medium, 2.32 to go in the ball game. Cross-Lex 23, Almont 13. Cross-Lex has made it into the Almont red zone six times. They've scored touchdowns twice. Second and seven, ball officially placed at the 26-yard line. Twins either side of Gavin Espinoza. Belly Grappi off his left hip. Espinoza takes the snap, straight drop. Looks far side, steps up, wants to scramble, does. 25-20, makes the man miss, runs a man over, spins down to the 13-yard line. 13-yard gain and a first down for Cross Lex. Clock stops for the moment as they reset the chains. Croslex hustling, 2.22 to go in the fourth. Croslex again inside the Almont red zone, the seventh time they've been in there tonight. They trail by 10. Espinoza trips left, one man to the right, Grappi to the left of Espinoza. Clock running, Espinoza takes the snap from the 13. Throws right, it is caught at the goal line. Touchdown, Croslex. Nick Monzo brought it in, and Croslex with two minutes left might not be done yet. 23-19, and another big extra point. With two minutes left to go, the pitch and catch keeps Croslex alive. 
Have to imagine a onside kick is coming. Geiger on for the extra point. Weeder the holder. The snap, the hold, the kick is up, and it is well through the uprights. Two minutes to go in the ballgame. Almont still leads by three. We'll take a short break. Be back in a moment. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. 159 to go. 23-20, Almont on top of Croslex. Now, theoretically, if Croslex doesn't get this onside kick, with one timeout left, the game's not over, but they would get the ball back with about 20 seconds to work with. Hands team out there for Almont. I've seen one BWAC onside kick work in the last couple of minutes when Yale beat Armada. Can Croslex find some magic? The Almont hands team shifts. Ball's teed up on the near hash. See, they, I believe... Out to kick is Corbin Allen. Only one man deep for Almont. That is, looks like Batani. Excuse me, no, that is Baholski. Batani, second line of the hands team on the far side. Croslex breaks the huddle. They need the onside kick. The run up, the end over end boot. It goes 10 yards and Almont recovers. A first down will win it for the Raiders. Ball on the Almont 49. Croslex has to get a stop. They have one timeout in their back pocket. 23-20. Croslex on top of Almont. Excuse me, Almont on top of Croslex. Had it backwards. I was looking, looking over at the far sideline. Almont on top of Croslex. 23-20. 1.58 to go. One timeout left. If you're Almont, stay in bounds and force Croslex to use the final timeout. Hey, run the plays these kids have known since they were about eight years old. First and 10 from their own 49, Davidowski under center. 11 men in the box for Croslex. Snap, handoff, right side, stood up in the line of scrimmage. Pyle is pushed at the 49 and brought down to about the Croslex 48. Gain up three, Croslex will burn their third and final timeout with 1.48 to go. So with a 40-second play clock, as we have an injured pioneer, by the way, on the carry for Almont, looked to be Aiden Furkrawan. Down pioneer with, that is, looks like David Owen, who's down for Cross-Lex. But 148 to go. So let's do some quick math. Not my strong suit, but I might be able to get this one done. 40-second play clocks. So even if you snap and immediately take a knee, you take a minute 20 off, that puts you at 28. You assume a play takes five seconds, take another 10 seconds off for each play as Owens up working to the far sideline. 
You're just thinking Croslex might get the ball back with 15 seconds left if they're lucky. 1.48 to go in the fourth. Croslex out of timeouts. Almont needs a first down to seal it. Ball in the middle of the field, second and seven from the Croslex 48-yard line. Chase Davidowski under center. Two men behind him, one man to the right. Snap, handoff, middle, and Furquan has the first down and more. Working to the outside, Furquan to the 25-20. Still on his feet, 10-5. The cherry on top for Almont. Almont needed a first down. They get a touchdown. Buck 37 to go in the game, and the celebration is on here at Almont. Aiden Furcruan. He goes 48 yards for the score. Now the snap hold kick is up and good. 30 to 20. Croslex trailing. They're about to get the ball back. Now, however, if you're a Pioneer fan, that touchdown helps. If Furkawan falls down past the first down marker, Almont can knee it out. Now, hard to tell a young man to not go down to, to go down when he has the end zone in his sights. But theoretically, Croslex, if they can score quick, they can get the onside. But a two-possession lead with 97 seconds to go. And it looks like Almont's going to knock off Croslex for the second straight year. Almont student section in a frenzy. 30-20, Almont on top. Back to return, Groppy and Jet Weeder. O'Neill has it teed up. Cross Lex needs a miracle. Almont just trying to get out of here with their undefeated record intact. Line drive kick, more of a ground ball. Hit at the 30 and picking it up, Herman. Working to the near side, 25, bounces to the outside at the 30. And four different Raiders bring him down. But a flag comes in. I believe it will be a face mask. And so it will move Croslex up to about their own 45-yard line. They have 129 to try to get a score. And again, with that touchdown, Croslex theoretically is still in it. Alma, I think Almont fans are starting to plan the celebration. 129 to go in the fourth. 30 to 20. Almont on top of Croslex. Croslex coming to the line. On the right hash. Ball officially on the 46. 30-20. Almont on top of Croslex. Espinoza. Takes the snap, looks far side. Has time, throws over the middle. Weeder catches it, the Almont 40. Makes it to the 30 before he's wrangled down at the 28. Big gain on first down. About 28 yards on first and 10. That's what Croslex needed. 
Espinoza works out of the gun. Clock stopped from the moment at 121. Trips left one man to the right. Espinoza leans in, takes the snap, bobbled it for a moment, recovers. In the pocket, rolls left, feels pressure. Looks, looks, sidearm throw, intercepted! Now it's over, and who else? Number 81, Luke Winkler. That man has dominated this game. Luke Winkler. First touchdown for Almont, a kick return touchdown for Almont, and then the game-sealing interception, victory formation upcoming for Almont. Nothing Croslex can do. They're going to watch Chase Davidowski come out, drop to a knee twice, and for the second year in a row, Almont knocks off undefeated Cross Lex and Almont in control of the BWAC. They knee once. They wait. As you hear the fans in front of it, take it home. Standing ovation for the Raiders. Under 40 seconds, Davidowski takes the snap, drops to an E, and Almont, six and O. Almont knocks off Croslex by a final score of 30 to 20. We'll tell you about it when we come back. Raiders stay undefeated. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Zimmer Roofing has been serving Eastern Michigan and the Thumb for over 35 years. Family owned since 1984, Zimmer Roofing is a full service commercial and residential roofing contractor specializing in flat and low slope roofing systems as well as shingles, metal and insulated wall panels. When you need reliable service from a contractor that you trust who stands by their work, call Zimmer today at 810-966-6991 and request a quote. Zimmer Roofing and Construction experienced and trustworthy. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out the brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. Go into TP Logos and I can assure you, you're going to find something you love for whatever area team you root for. If they don't have what you need, they'll custom make it. 
just for you. That's TP Logos, 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. If you need Blue Water area scores, standing schedules, and more, go to GetStuckOnSports.com. Not able to listen to the game live? GetStuckOnSports.com archives all their broadcasts so you can listen at any time. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Are you ready for some football? GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. The Almont Raiders just find ways to win. They knock off Crosslex 30-20 in pretty convincing fashion. Almont was up 9-6 at the half. It was a slugfest. Almont would score first in the second half, and Crosslex would never have the ball again with a chance to take the lead. Crosslex scored at the start of the fourth quarter to make it to make it 16-13. Luke Winkler, 89-yard touchdown kickoff return, 23-13. Crosslex finally gets it in the end zone, takes them a long time, gets in the end zone with about four minutes left. Uh, excuse me, about three minutes left to make it 23-20. Onside kick doesn't go their way. Aiden Furkerwan puts on the style points with the 48-yard touchdown run. And then Luke Winkler, for good measure, makes the defensive play to seal it, the interception. And Almont wins it 30-20 as they knock off Crosslex once again. Raiders stay undefeated. Luke Winkler, the man of the night. And Almont has now gone through North Branch, Armada, and Croslex in consecutive weeks. And they have come out on top each and every game. Take one more break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up here on GetStuckOnSports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Can't make it in during normal business hours? Just don't feel like leaving home? Kimball Appliance is now offering in-home sales consultations. I, Jane Williams, will personally come to your house and measure your appliances, show you pricing, give you design options, and check inventory. This is another world-class service that Kimball Appliance is offering that the big box stores could never even think about. Contact Jane at 810-908-8983. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 918 
Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Celebration is on here at Almont. 30 to 20. Almont knocks off Croslex for the second straight season. Almont stays undefeated. Almont 6-0. And folks, this Almont team is legit as maybe any team they've had. This defense is something fierce. They hold Croslex to their lowest point total of the season with 20. They score 30, the most the Pioneers have given up. And this Almont team is something special. Almont 6-0, Croslex falls to 5-1. Again, your final 30-20. to That'll do it for me here from Almont. For everyone that spent their Friday night with me, I say thank you very much. I do appreciate it. One final time, Almont, a convincing 30-20 to win over Croslex. I've been Brady Beaton for GetStuckOnSports.com. Again, thank you so much for spending your Friday night with me. Hope you all have a safe and wonderful weekend. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.